This is a HeadGum Podcast. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Hello, Halflings! It's me, Jasper William Cartwright, and I am joined today by... Hi, it's me, Olivia Kennedy, but you can call me Liv. Yes! And... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and Jeremy Cobb, but Tegan Jenkins, uh, coincidentally enough, uh-huh. of uh, Star Wars 5e, uh-huh. calls me Jeremy the Ackley. Very, oh. very nice. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. he actually was next on the list. That was That's very good. Very apt. Very apt. Whoa, 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 whoa guys. Whoa, hold on what? a second. Excuse me. I'm getting a live feed from the Halfling Stadium. All <sighs> of the lights have gone out. There is a low rumble of music. Who is approaching into the Halfling Stadium? Oh my god! It's the star of Dimension 20 and not another DD podcast! Oh my god! Steel Chair! The one! The only! Emily Axman! Yeah! I can't hear a win! Full Prince vibe? Woof! Let's make them even more black! Does have an alligator with a pistol in it though. On a nat 20. No! My name is Blam Jam. That's disgusting and I love it. <laughs> We're about to get into something real big now. <laughs> I will win at TTRPGs. That was maybe the I didn't best. I'm here to make friends. That was maybe the best intro I've ever had. Well, of like, instead of just well. like instead of just me feeling shy while someone says my creden- like fumbles through my credentials, you just like put me in like a pro wrestling ring, and I was Absolutely. like, yeah, yeah, Absolutely. and you were like, I'm home. Yeah, yeah. This, is where I belong. this is where I belong. I do yeah. feel like your- I do feel like Murph's gonna listen to this though and be a little bit jealous that I didn't yeah. do this for his intro because I feel like he'll, he's gonna probably at me now and be like, uh, dude, "That's why, true. Why? Why did I not get this? I'm gonna have to come back on now." This is actually just a ploy to get Murph back on the show. Yes, <laughs> that's yeah. what this is. We've been oh, oh, this Emily, what would, what would your entrance music be okay. if you had entrance Good music? Um, I think it would definitely be. Uh, I know it would probably be a yeah 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 song from something from the uh, album Fever to Tell. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I need to check this out. I need to check this out. Any yeah 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 song I know is like oh dance till you're dead. What is that one? Oh, oh. no no no! I'm thinking of before that. I I know oh, what you're okay, talking okay, about. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's when they sold out. The OGs. Okay, like <laughs> yeah. <come> sorry, <laughs> oh, I don't God. think Karen ever sold out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Emily, welcome to Three Black Halflings. It feels weird because me. it feels like you have been here because you we've, we've like done, done so much stuff to get. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like we've yeah, done some yeah. stuff. Yeah, uh, it feels weird. This is the first time we've had you on. But this is the, this is the wild thing, Halflings. We're not even doing an interview. Because we know, we know how to how to just keep everyone on the string. Do you know what I mean? We're, just, we're like we we're know everyone. Still, we're just teasing you. Everyone came here thinking, finally, we're getting that Emily Axford interview, and we said no because we do nothing but embrace chaos here. Yeah, I and got so an, I got an email from Jeremy that was like, uh, we could interview you, but we're just not really interested in your perspective. <laughs> <laughs> 
I would like I'm to clarify. I'm not too curious about your personal <laughs> I experience. Like, I, I would love to clarify on behalf of Three Black Halflings that whether Jeremy sent that email or not, it is not indicative. <laughs> not way that that I did specifically say that I pushed to have an interview, but Jasper really was just like, I if if we interview her, I walk. I walk. Uh, I'm off the show. Jasper I'm said, if I hear one personal thing about her life, I'll puke into my microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really um, glad I'm not being drawn into this. I have no personal opinions. I'm agnostic. <laughs> it's fine. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. But the reason that Emily Axford is here is because when you have, uh, you know, an expert, a true expert of playing uh, TTRPGs and Dungeons wow. Dragons, you've got to tap in to that resource. And uh, as most of you, I hope, will know, the amazing Emily Axford played Lula Jack Split in Outlaws and Obelisks, who yes, was a paladin. So Yay! it is time Yay! for a paladin deep dive, everyone. Let me, am I correct in thinking this? Is this the last one? No. We have one more left? <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's, I think, one more after this. What, what is left? Uh, I can't even remember what's left after Ranger, this. have did you guys done do- Ranger? We yeah. did Ranger. Did we do Sorcerer? I don't yeah. think we did Sorcerer. Oh, we didn't do Sorcerer yet. Is that the last mm-hmm. one? Yeah. Okay. That would I think make sense because the they're one. so light in subclasses that you don't mm-hmm. even... Yeah. yeah. That's probably why. Yeah. Because yeah. we definitely... Yeah. We talked about doing it a lot, but we haven't actually done it. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. maybe we can't do Sorcerer because I feel like it feels weird to like go so hard on Paladin. You know, I was thinking this would be a great final deep dive to do and then just to come right down and just <laughs> well, have the three of us. And then sorcerer. just a, a paltry little pile of subclasses. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Oh look, there they are. Oh, so those. you have like some sorcery points, I guess, and it's pretty yeah. cool. Like, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> we'll just fold it into the eventual interview. Yeah, we exactly. Cool. We'll just, we'll just like... real quick uh, just breeze through sorcerer <laughs> in the interview, just so we can avoid as much talk about any of Emily's personal life as possible. Uh, <laughs> I joke, of course, but we are gonna, we are genuinely going to do a deep dive on uh, paladins. What we like to do first of all, and since you are our guest, Emily, you want to yes. go first. You're more than welcome to. Okay. Uh, what is because I do believe this is your this was this your first paladin that you this is my first properly? paladin yeah mm-hmm. what were your overall thoughts feelings concerns cares etc okay. with the paladin what, what did you think I freaking loved it because it's like the perfect it's so it's the perfect it's what I've it's what you multiclass for right it's like you multiclass to try to achieve this which is a, the perfect combination of like support and sport. You know, it's like mm-hmm. you can you can be in the fight. You can help out. You you just have so many tricks up your sleeve. Yeah. So yeah. I personally loved it. What was I worried about? I've never played a paladin before because the devotion to this, like the idea of being a righteous character. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Is um, I don't know how to do that without just wanting to play a blatant hypocrite. Because someone who's <laughs> just good is so confusing to me. <laughs> yeah, and it's impossible to role play though, right? Yeah. Like you're just gonna piss off most of your party most of the time. I was if gonna you're say, like, I am a moral absolute. Like I will not I'm do anything wrong. You. <laughs> like, yeah, you know? and the interesting thing is because we do at Nabpod, we do a um, we do a like D and D core, and mm. you would think we would get a lot of questions about rogues kind of being sneaky around their party. Yeah, we do, we do. Paladins are like the second biggest mm. or perhaps equal offender in terms Ooh. of, hey, I'm having like a dispute at my table and it's always like the paladin refused to do this because 
he said it was uh, outside of his moral compass, and mm-hmm. and it like derailed the session, and everyone was miserable. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. Well, I think this. I is, think. Yeah. No, go, Jeremy. I, I was going to say, I think that I think that kind of shines a light on like a problem, not necessarily with the class itself, because I actually don't have a problem with like, a think... principled person mm. who tries to do the right thing. I think it's like with the way it's pitched. Yes. With it's like exactly. you have to be a righteous person who has extreme moral absolute values that you yep. simply will not shift off of. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree. which is I yeah. went I went in like re- and read through like the book today like thinking this thinking this kind of like bias against it and then I was like, "Oh, it's more of a suggestion to be a righteous person. Once you start looking at the subclasses, mm. there's a million different ways to role play a paladin yeah. mm-hmm. it just i think that the people there's a genre of paladin lover that is so rules focused yeah. that they're all mm-hmm. like how could you be a paladin that is not devoted to righteousness very easily yeah i think that's potentially where the kind of like uh the the uh, alignment chart potentially is a real mm-hmm. restrictor you know what i yeah. mean because i think if you're a paladin who picks anything good you know what i mean yeah uh like not neutral or whatever you're probably going to run into a situation where you're you, you know what i mean you're going to feel obliged or obligated because of your god to, to be absolutely good you know and, yeah and I think that's potentially where like so maybe you know if you if you're into alignment and your dm wants to pick alignment go for neutral you know what i mean that's a lot yeah. of gray area well, it's also neutral. the lawful <laughs> aspect yes. yeah yeah definitely. and i think that's where we really it's like the mm. fact that if it was like a neutral good person who's just like hey yeah i'd really prefer if we were nicer <laughs> Uh, and people were like just being dicks it's like I'm really not comfortable with this but I mean like I'm not gonna stop you I just I don't know can we talk about it that's a big difference between like I'll smite you Um, if you you steal that banana I will smite you completely intractable I think it's also like when you read it it's like because righteousness is so part of their personality playing it as a person who is actually good all the time is confusing to me because most of the people that make righteousness part of their personality are like usually hiding some fucked up shit that they're trying to run from. (laughs) So I feel like if you want to play a paladin who is so about righteousness, you need to have a fucking dark side and be fucking up all the side, Mm -hmm. all the time on the side. Like you need to kind of play a hypocrite. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oath of embezzlement. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I have a question for any of your D&D parties. So um, this has happened several times in one of my parties where we all play like kind of dickheads. So we've had like three clerics. Yeah. And they've all just been like, no, (laughs) I can't can't do this. And they've literally, the people have come back with a different character or they've just left. Um, (laughs) So like... (laughs) Because they were like, this this party just doesn't gel with like a kind of righteous character. Has it ever happened yeah. to you? Or is it literally just my group? Is this, is this, is this a confession? <laughs> I have a story. I have, if, okay. if, any, if nobody else has a story. Yeah, yeah, I've got, Take I've the mic, Cobb. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so this, I played in a Lost Minds of Fandelver campaign once. And I there was a paladin in this group that uh first of all the player used to fudge rolls a lot and oh also i'm pretty gosh. sure had rolled d20s for his stats so he had like multiple 20 stats like starting out oh wow uh, which is absurd <laughs> oh, uh but this guy oh his character wait what a swing. yeah what, what a swing yeah okay, but it also was rolled d20s for his stats i know you could have got like where's the one no, through exactly 15? yeah <laughs> 
I just he want liked five, to live but dangerously. I got a two and a four. Where's I mean, that, that could really kill my character. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. If I had a two on con, I'd be dead. Oh my god. I'm so sickly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this guy was basically like the Terminator, and he he his the character's name was Caliban, and it was also I think it was also part of the problem was that it was a first time DM right. who was mm-hmm. DMing it, so I think he didn't really know how to navigate that aspect of it as much. But there came a point at which the rest of the party had been betrayed by this person who'd been traveling with us, and everybody else was like we want to kill this person who betrayed us and the paladin who the whole time has been like physically threatening any character who stepped out of line to do bad things now facing this person who has betrayed the party is like actually we should give her a fair trial and everybody else is like what (laughs) so he faces down he faces down the other like three or four players by himself (laughs) and the session just turned into the rest of us killing his character this crazy pvp fight uh in which we killed his character the dm (laughs) introduced a a resurrection potion and we used it on someone else The player refused to to turn from this course. The rest of us were like, I don't understand why. Like, we're telling you, we're asking you as people, like, we don't want to have to do this. But yeah, it was. That can't be fun. Can't be fun for you. It was a blast. Oh, yeah. It was the best. does sound really fun. So it maybe does. the DM's <laughs> lack of experience was maybe there was some that maybe there was some intelligence in there being maybe like, maybe. all right, this is batshit. Let's follow this. Let's go. Let's go. Is this you know where what? you want to go? The rails. Well, well, and I yeah, we'll go with this. We'll go with this. <laughs> I, I also, um, mm-hmm. uh, just to bring it back, so I also wonder whether there is a slight thing where maybe rogues get away with it a little bit more because I think typically in D and like in D and D, like we all consider ourselves to be like good, good people in mm-hmm. real life. So yeah. part of D and D is like, oh, I kind of get to be like a little naughty. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Totally. I think that's why a lot of people start out playing like pal- rogues or whatever because it's like, yeah. ah, I want to kind of go in and like steal some stuff. Yeah. Or, like, yeah. like, you know I, I need mean? that one day a week where I get to be a little shit please for the love of god yeah, <laughs> yeah you know or I mean? even i mean like i'm not a violent person but when yeah. i play D, i like to Ham. swing weapons describe yeah, <laughs> in, in yeah. horrific detail truly. <laughs> you uh, bring your own you like sp- larp weapons so that you can like actively act out a swing <laughs> yeah honestly when, <laughs> I, when I saw I'm murph not done. he's I'm not in, done. yeah when i saw murph he was seriously battered and bruised like <laughs> <laughs> it was like just the, the like the hammers like honestly there was the war hammers yeah. <laughs> we had to edit the audio of Emily during Outlaws and Obelisks mm. getting up to swing a literal axe into pig carcasses. Like, yeah. I, just, hanging I think it's more immersive room. this way. I think everyone needs to picture exactly what I'm doing. Okay, so Lula, she like raises her playing, right? sword over her head. She does a back walkover perfectly. I'm going to try and do it now. Hold on. Ouch. Oh, God, stinger, stinger. Oh, yeah, I remember. That was, the, that was the time we had to delay filming for like two weeks because you threw your yeah. back out trying to do it. Yeah, I remember now. Yeah. Also, contact uh, the the L- an ambulance in uh, in LA <laughs> yep. to come to your house yep. and help you out because you had thrown out your bag. Oh, that's the real reason I went to LA is because we had a lawsuit against us. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I had to go take yeah. care of yeah, that. Yeah, I tried to say that you goaded me into it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we pay had for all the three record- massage therapy sessions. <laughs> yeah. But... Well, the, pro- the problem was, was is that uh, Emily didn't realize we recorded the whole thing. So it was right yeah, there. yeah, yeah. You, know, you had yeah. some really damning video. <laughs> <laughs> then you tried to sue us for that yeah. Uh, uh-huh. yeah. we'd recorded it yeah. i'm incredibly litigious <laughs> so yeah litigious. <laughs> that's 
That's what lawful means in alignment. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I love <laughs> suing people. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I have a question, actually, Emily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we were just talking about like the whole idea of the uh, the reluctance to play a paladin because of the expectation of righteousness uh, or moral absolutism. Yeah. How did you avoid that? Uh, as a player, playing well, a so when you when you were like this world takes place um, in, with sort of like an Egyptian pantheon, I was like sick because I've always wanted to play a, uh, for a pantheon in which the gods are there's n- not as much of like this is the morally right god, and it's more mm. like the gods are personalities, right? You know, mm. like something like the Greek pantheon, it's like they can be fucking assholes, you know? Uh, so it's like, I I was like, oh, this is the campaign. I can choose sort of like an energy to devote myself to without, and I'm like devoting myself to that energy rather than being like, hey, I'm actually the weapon of God and mm. everything I say goes. Mm. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. So I, 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 I think yeah, I was drawn to that for that. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I have to say I I think that the I I think I already said it but I think that the boundaries that people place around the idea of like a holy warrior are overly narrow because yeah. if you look historically the actual like the Knights Templar and the people that the, the mm. Paladin class is inspired by yeah. often did not do bad did not do good things yeah. a lot of what they did yeah. was bad yeah uh, and even like because uh, obviously like a lot of D and D is influenced by like Christian stuff if we're looking at like i don't know the a close biblical example of a paladin you might get like samson who has like super strength that he gets from god uh and yeah. will use it to smite people samson spends almost that entire story just doing whatever he wanted mm-hmm. yeah. and just killing people because he could uh, because mean, they got in his way i think that's like, why for lula i was kind of drawn to oath of glory because it's like their ideals were kind of like a god's champion which is which feels mm. different to me than mm. like um, I am I am pursuing justice and righteousness. You know, it was more like, oh, I've been chosen. I'm like I'm like the little pet of this god. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that yeah, that makes sense. Feels, and it's also a really fun subclass because you're just like super athletic. Truly <laughs> 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 so athletic. <laughs> but I do think, so vascular. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I do think that. Um, I do think that that raises an interesting point because I do because I think that the uh, again going back to sort of biblical or historical references a lot of the time it's people using uh, a god a faith or something to justify truly heinous things do you know what I mean as like a justification yeah. as opposed to like the uh, the 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 pointing do you know what I mean it's not like the the direction it's more the the justification for that direction you know if you if you go out and do something so I think that maybe even that is like a tweak I feel like for me as a player that would make it easier for me to play it's like no 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 I'm not gonna necessarily take direction from my god because I know that if I've been picked then I'm already doing the right thing you know whatever I choose yeah. to do is the right thing so yeah. therefore I'm just merely using my god as the way to justify whatever pops into my head. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. I'm like, you know what I mean? Because I've already mm. been picked, so I, I must, whatever I think is, is the right thing. But Matt, I think, I'd love yeah. to play a paladin. I think, <laughs> yeah. Oath of Richard but, but Nixon. See, I think yeah. anyone who feels... All- <laughs> Oath of Nixon, wow. If a paladin does it, it's not immoral. <laughs> But like, if I feel like if anyone was feeling uh, had a similar kind of like, I don't want to play a righteous person that feels kind of like a, a like that could mm. 
inhibit role play or go mm-hmm. against the party. Uh, looking at the subclasses, the subclasses actually really get away from it. They really mm-hmm. devote themselves to different ideals and they can feel because like when you read the intro to Paladin, it's like you are defending light from the dark. And it's like, that's pretty limiting. And But like, mm. if you look at the subclasses, it's like, ah, this is the oath of the open sea. You mm. love freedom and following the intuition of the skies or stuff like that. So yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like, yeah. if you look at the description of the subclasses, they do a really good job getting away from that. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And I think that's probably like a, like probably 5e uh, as probably like being trying to push that more. Would you say that's that's probably accurate in saying because uh, like there's so many so. different no mm. I, I said no I, I was agreeing yeah I would oh, think okay. so mm. yeah yeah because yeah, it so is the, like mechanically it's like the sickest class it's like the closest class to being in a video game yeah oh yeah. hell yeah I mean, you know I think, like limit yeah. breaks basically mm-hmm. are smites. absolutely yeah and so as, strong as soon yeah. as you get to I think as soon as you actually get to play a paladin, you suddenly like. I had the exact same experience with you as you. Someone I, I did a show the other day where they're like, "Oh, roll up level ten and I was like, "Okay." Ooh. I took like eight levels of paladin or something and two levels of warlock. Uh, so like, it was a it's a great combo. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I remember just being like, "Good!" Like I rolled an out twenty and went. I can smite now. This is ridiculous. I, know, it's yeah. I did so much damage in like a yeah. single turn because I was like, I can just choose to smite now that I know I've critically hit this is this is wild like it's also it's also just insane like how much shit how how like broad of your toolkit is as a paladin Mm. right because it's like you've got healing and it's also like this really satisfying kind of hippie healing which is just Mm -hmm. like touch therapy it's like let me come over and make you feel better you know (laughs) um but then there's also all your auras you just keep like getting all these auras and like you just picture yourself like or a stink you know whatever surrounded by auras (laughs) it's so sick yeah Yeah. Yeah, it's so good i mean if anyone needs any uh evidence as to how powerful paladins could be just go and listen to campaign one of natpot like bev gets strong like it's wild Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's truly wild yeah Yeah. um or just listen to the part of outlaws and obelisks where emily crits on back-to-back hits uh and (laughs) smites both times Oh, that was, <laughs> that was just so like, good. I remember rolling my first smite though and being like oh. like looking at the amount of dice and being like, I think I'm doing something wrong. Yeah. Am I allowed? I, think I remember that actually. I'm pretty sure I remember you saying, like, I think I just need to check this. Hold on. Yeah. I think your first smite you behead like a major named character. Oh swing. Yeah. That was it. You, he was a killed, powerful enemy you and you rode in. And just chopped his head off. And then immediately yeah. they were like, oh no, was that Turbo's thing? And I was like, no, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that was insane. That's so good. So, yeah. what, what you've got intro. the smite, and then you've got also like I, I would be like if I rolled a crit and used to smite on an undead, like I was like, oh my god, oh my god. I'm going to vomit. This is amazing. <laughs> this is sickening Actually, in a good way. Yeah. This one, there was something I noticed about because you brought up clerics earlier and like feeling kind of bound by it. And one really elegant thing that I I think about the paladin. Uh, class that allows it to have more interesting subclasses is the fact that their channel divinity there because like with clerics everyone Mm. has turn undead and Mm. then you get one extra based on your subclass but with paladins you get specific channel divinities just for your subclass and there's not like a general so you you don't have to have that feeling sometimes with a cleric you're like well i'm gonna uh, there's not gonna be on any undead in this campaign 
So I have like this thing in my toolkit that I'll never use. But like with paladins, you are really not bound by that. Yeah, mm. that is true. Yeah. Yeah, I was mm. impressed by looking through that. Definitely. Yeah. Well, uh, why don't we dig a little bit into the the mechanics, the meaty mechanics yeah. of this of this hey paladin? Um, cool. Do does anyone want to throw out any potentially good uh, uh, races, species that would line up well with a paladin? Uh, we always say this with the caveat that obviously we recommend always playing the Tasha's rules so that you can mm. put your ability score improvements into whatever you want. But like, is there any abilities? Things like that that you might get uh, from a particular species that would work well. Any I would I would think that um, I would think that like off the top of my head that like half orc would be really fun because that coming back for after coming mm. back because it, it doesn't half orc have you can like roll a con save and come back to one hit point or something like that. Um, yeah, they, and they now have orcs have it too. If you oh, yeah. really Relentless endurance, yeah, yeah. the new yeah. the new Morden Canaan gave it to orcs. Okay, as so well. that's really sick, and that feels like someone who is motivated by belief in a god or an ideal would be like, not yet. You know? <laughs> yeah, 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 that's yeah, really fun. thematically fun. Um, yeah, I will dragonborn. Oh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, thank yeah. you so much. Dragonborn. Um, yeah. No, you you go on with Dragonborn. We've said it now. Go go go. <laughs> okay, Dragonborn. Because paladins are usually designed, usually pitched as being like strength fighters, mm-hmm. uh, strength based fighters, and then charisma is your secondary stat, and they get a plus two to strength and a plus one to charisma. It seems like they're yeah. tailor made to be paladins. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yep. That's true. Um, Do you guys think anyone could play that? There would ever be. I was trying to think if there was like ever a reason to play a paladin whose charisma was higher than their strength. Is there any kind of build that? Yeah. I'm making one. Immediately. You are? okay. Yeah. I'm glad uh, to hear that. You don't have to reveal yes. anything if it's yes. If it's I mean, it's secret. not a big, it's not a big spoiler because I think I said it up front. But I, f- we're doing a series called Running the Gauntlet, where we're making characters that are supposed to be really powerful, and then fighting our way through like enemies, and then having like battle royales at the end of it if we survive. Yeah. And my character is a hexblade warlock right now. Oh God. And then eventually is going to multi-class into paladin, mm-hmm. uh, and okay. because hexblades can use their charisma yep. in place of strength. Okay. Then I just dump everything into charisma and con at that point. I think I was thinking more like if there was a build that, um, yeah, but no, I was like trying to think if there was a build, but no, you never. That would be that would have to be the the way to do it. I okay. guess you could. Mm. Pro, po, could you possibly justify uh, high dex, high charisma if you went for dex based weapons? Yeah, like if you I went have for like a rapier. I'm, or... For Nadpod, I play uh, someone who is like um, a couple levels of paladin because we're like there's basically like a big. Um, a big evil tech company that's like manufacturing magic so all of their knights are basically like synthesized paladins mm. um and so like i have two levels of paladin from that and uh i'm but i'm a dex based person yeah yeah so i think yeah i think you could do it i think you could do a dex charisma probably um yeah. just because otherwise yeah you would be sacrificing a lot on the damage output but honestly smites and stuff do so much damage that if you wanted to go for like a full support kind of charisma you know and yeah. you like you weren't worried about sacrificing on the occasional like you know g- dropping down to a lower d like d6 or like a d4 or something then i reckon you could easily dump you could not have high high strength yeah um, 
definitely yeah and if you're they're, you're so tanky that if you just wanted to stand there and essentially it's kind of like similar to lula where she, where you had like the protection fighting style yeah. and like you're soaking up damage and then reducing damage to other people yeah. or even eliminating it and then also having your aura there to boost everybody and casting support healing spells yeah. very effective tova would be dead if it wasn't for lula <laughs> That's, uh, never forget this fact <laughs> um liv you had a couple do you have a suggestion you wanted to throw out for um, sure yeah so uh, when I played a paladin, I played, played an Oath of Redemption, which was very fun. Um, Ooh, yeah. Yeah, so, so much fun. There was how, a- how was that lived? Like, what was your <laughs> thoughts, feelings about playing a paladin? Super, I, I, I fucking loved it. Um, like, uh, I had her whole, like, thing, like, um, like her Oath of Redemption wasn't, like, anything. She wasn't, like, edgy or anything in her, in her past. She was, like, um, actually a tiefling, but she, like, wore a ring of alter self to appear like a human um, because she was, like, I have been raised in, like, a monastery and, like, people are like oh tieflings are demons we like had that you know whole kind of like Mm. previous like um thinking about like tieflings so she was like combating her own internalized stuff so that was her whole redemption arc was like figuring out like you know what no i can be who i am which was um yeah so that was her whole her whole arc um but she was a tiefling of zariel a bloodline of zariel so you get plus one to your strength score, which was handy. But then also you get like searing smite and branding smite as you level up as well. Oh, that's so smart. Yeah, right? Yeah. So just get all them smites. Also, a thing that was really helpful is that I got an amulet of health, which gave me like so much extra health. It was it was so good. Oh um, my God. It just pump it bumps your con up to like plus four, I think. Like modifier. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah it's nineteen. I think so it makes good. your uh, your con a nineteen, right? Yeah. Am I exactly. right? Yeah. Yeah. Can't go below. Can't go. Yeah. You can't add on top of the nineteen, but mm-hmm. if you yeah yeah. So oh, I love hell. having high health. Yeah. Tough feet really is good. one of yeah. my favorite feats. God, I love getting to take a tough feat. <laughs> <laughs> the DM's like, how are you still standing? You, just like... <laughs> you like to know. <laughs> that that one, that specific Oath the Redemption is so fun, right? Because it's mm-hmm. got one of its channel divinities is a reaction too, right? Yeah. Is it the one that's like, or is it like a bonus like action? Like rebuke the violent. You basically oh, like, I yeah, think no, you, right. as a reaction, can divert someone's attack yeah you're just like them or something Mm. yeah you're actually you're like oh that you know what that was quite naughty of you now i'm gonna i'm gonna 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 bounce that back actually yeah it's really such a gentle rebuke (laughs) (laughs) actually (laughs) chastise the violent (laughs) you just waggle your finger like (laughs) no 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 Uh, me as a paladin to be honest yeah just like that's incredible uh i wanted to throw out some of the i think the some of the genasi could work quite well i quite like like earth genasi or something i feel like could be quite a fun flavor for especially the new uh, one yeah that's what i'm saying the new the new earth genasi because i think you get like blade ward and stuff which could be good again if you're tanky want to get resistances uh without taking a level of barbarian could be kind of useful can i say Um, i have had the i have had the blade ward cantrip with so many many characters yeah. and i never use it <laughs> yeah, i right. always envision the day when it has like surely one day it has to come and sure, happen right? but i surely. just it never has its moment someday mm-hmm. as a sorcerer maybe it can have a cool moment but yeah yeah i guess if it was a bonus things, action that's what i was yeah, gonna say like if it was like it's like true strike i think true I strike and blade ward if they were bonus strike. actions i was gonna say it yeah. would become yeah. so much better they only yeah. work if you're if you're playing like a sorcerer i think and you're using quick and spell yeah yes yeah. yeah, I think uh, let's start a campaign. Make True Strike and Blade Ward bonus actions because I completely agree. Blade There's no Ward reason... bonus action is a little too powerful, though. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's all good. You I could think... just 
spam resistant I think every turn. You're just like That's looking at the barbarian being like, what's so special about you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you got? Well, maybe maybe to cast as bonus action, you can like you have to use a first level spell or something. So there is yeah. at least like a yeah. limit, maybe. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. trip is wild. Yeah, because like, yeah, I'll admit, yeah. absolutely yeah. having it as a bonus action. Like if you if you're a paladin, <laughs> you don't have anything else to do. Like as yeah. a bonus action, you're just hitting things or whatever. Probably yeah. a bit broken. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I quite like the idea of it. Maybe using up a spell slot or something. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. very nice. We've had some thoughts uh, about the paladin. So let's just break down uh, a little bit of some of their stuffs that they have and we can Features. we can talk about whether we you know how we think those are um so i'll kick us off we have a d10 for hit points Ooh. nice gorgeous mm. love uh, we love this it's uh, the only one better tanky. is paladin <laughs> I said barbarian, sorry. that's tanky that's tanky <laughs> uh from now on if you like something about the paladin please say that's tanky Ooh, that's, that's tanky, tanky. That's tanky. <laughs> Uh, episode title there we go just gonna write that down (laughs) (laughs) um very nice so saving throws uh we have wisdom and charisma um are the two saving throws that you get uh and i guess as we've already alluded to that's actually really sick charisma Charisma is always charisma is nice saving throw i would think for a paladin because you're going to be doing crazy damage Mm. and you don't want someone to control you and i feel like a lot of the dominate kind of stuff is usually a Mm. charisma yeah definitely wisdom yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's true. Um, I will actually, uh, yeah, I'll definitely talk about saving throws because I think it's one of the premier uh, paladin uh, abilities, which we'll get to yeah. Uh, yeah. shortly. Uh, does someone want to take divine sense? Tell us what. Oh, uh, well, we, we have to mention Ooh. they are proficient with all armor oh, yes. and Thank shields you. and all weapons. So it is mechanically they are telling you pick up anything. You can wear, yeah, wear some armor <laughs> and then pick a big, a big weapon. Just a big old weapon. Yeah. Just it's, try it's, them all. Try yeah, them all. Yeah. You see that tree over there? give it a go why not just see if rip it out the ground see if you can do it see if you can use it (laughs) rip the whole tree out (laughs) this is a crazy question can you apply a uh divine smite to um i know that that most most spell smites uh have to be a melee weapon Mm. is divine smite also limited to a melee weapon I believe yeah. so. Yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think, well, I think yeah. only branding smite will can be that I know of can be mm. applied to like you know a bone arrow or something. I feel like I've yeah. definitely like punched somebody with a divine divine smite. I definitely have done that. Yeah, but <laughs> that was like, yeah, yeah, I guess. So. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm. Punching someone with a smite is really fun. Oh, so much fun. <laughs> That's so much fun. Get smote, man. It makes me think of like Goku going Super Saiyan. Yeah, I, I was about to say like, the same thing. Like wanna, Paladin yeah. is like the Dragon Ball Z class. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're yeah. like powering shit up. And the idea of just like the the I'm just getting the shot where it takes like a full like minute and a half for Goku's fist to actually connect, where it's just him like <laughs> screaming like ah as his fist just glowing kind of more and more, mm-hmm. and it's just like oh my god he's gonna punch him he's gonna punch him he's gonna punch him and then like a minute and a half later he's gonna punch him like would it's gonna guys, happen. <laughs> would you guys do it if there was like some kind of function that it was like oh if you take a turn you can power up your smites oh my god. oh hell yeah Ooh, like a lend me your yeah. energy thing. Heck yeah. yeah. You just run to the back and like... 
run forward. Oh, yo, do you know what? Like, genuinely, something like right. If you t- if you use an action to power up a smite, and you don't you don't take any damage, or like you know, like so like nothing breaks your concentration. Like even mm. if you take like one point of damage, it will break your concentration. But maybe if you don't, you get like a crit or something. Yeah, that, that would be so, be so fun because the rest of the party's like we'll just be like trying to get around it. Yeah, yeah. Suddenly, suddenly the wizards then they're like trying to cast shields, like getting in the way. Just jumping to sacrifice your body. Just to get this one like fourth level smite or something wild. Do you know what I mean? Just a bony little necromancer being like, come on, take me instead. (laughs) Take me. You think you're so tough? Ah!" And just get get knees audibly knocking. Yeah. (laughs) Just standing there just like, (laughs) But no, I genuinely love that. I I am so here for us to make a Super Saiyan Paladin subclass. Uh, Oath of the Saiyan would be dope as hell. Like, let's absolutely make this. Let's absolutely make this. Uh, Like a pugilist. I think one of your. Oh, you could. One of your, like, channel divinities could be. You know, when they go in. When they turn into, like, the giant ape? Yeah. One of your channel divinities could Mm. be turning into the giant ape. That would be so cool. That would be sick. Get access to the Kamehameha spell. Let's go. (laughs) Oh, my God. I live for it. I absolutely How about the ninth level? Right? (laughs) Yeah. Like your late level, your late ability is you turn into a full on Uzuru. But like your divine, your divine, uh, your channel divinity is Super Saiyan. Like you would just power up and go full Super Saiyan. How sick would that be? So good. Mm-hmm. I think yes. you would. I think you would have to use your fists and fight with your fists. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Fists, yeah. fists, and fists and spells yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Exactly. I. What order should we go through, by the way? Yeah. These features. Oh, right. <laughs> we have. We just keep. <laughs> we should we go in alphabetical order? Uh, uh, we've kind of got an order. We've done me. Jeremy, uh, Liv, and then Emily, if you want to jump in and do some oh, for divine just, sense. We basically just, uh, well, if Liv does divine sense and then yeah, maybe sure. you okay. lay on hands, um, we basically just go through, you don't have to like read the whole text. You can kind of just like give a, yeah. a summation. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Perfect. Just give a flavor for the listeners at home, how it cool. works, what you can use Love it with, it. stuff like that. Uh, so Liv. All right, yeah, I'm going to do it perfectly now. Divine sense. Um, The presence of a strong evil registers on your senses like a noxious odor and powerful good rings like heavenly music in your ears. So as an action, um, you are able to detect these forces. Until the end of your next turn, you know the location of any celestial, fiend, or undead within 60 feet of you that is not behind total cover which is my issue with divine sense. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, Surely. I love the yeah. idea of divine sense, but it yeah. feels like it never comes into play. Yeah. No. Like, yeah. if you if, yeah. if they're 60 feet away from you and they're not behind total cover, you can see them. Why do you need... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> and like, it's like, oh, you yeah, can that's sense strut. the presence of any undead you can see. <laughs> Well, literally, Great. so like, it, so, well, this is interesting. So the, uh, the example it gives is mm. Strahd, right? Yes. This is the, literally the only time when it would be useful yeah. because Strahd uses fog all the time. Mm-hmm. So literally mm-hmm. this is the only oh. way, that's the only time it's useful yeah. is when you're or in posing as somebody or else. Or, yeah. yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's so. true. But like, I think my oh, other okay. problem with it is that like, is that it, I mean, this is kind of just a problem that actually is not really fair to, and, and it's not an issue that's fair to take with this is that a lot of stuff is so homebrewed now mm-hmm. that a lot of times like oh you know celestial fiend or undead mm. and it's not people aren't always using those categories mm. or it's, so it's kind like you, of something it's like if this i were the dm yeah. i would kind of be like okay in my world this aligns with this this align you know like 
I feel like DMs should think, do that because it's so visually cool being like, yeah. let mm. me smell the surroundings and see <laughs> if I get the noxious odor of one of my enemies. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, it's it's like that. It's like clicking in the button on like on your PlayStation controller and getting like the scan thing that goes yeah. out it's like, boom, and you see an enemy. And you're like, oh, like yeah. it's great. I do think it's good. I think if I was to like. I generally think that if yeah someone was to come to me and say like hey can we tweak this a little bit I would absolutely say I think you could ignore the the cover thing because that yeah, just seems a little that. odd yeah, to me that it couldn't silly. go around yeah. cover um, and also mm-hmm. I might even get rid of that those three and say you can have one that you pick which you feel is like diametrically opposed to you yeah like, do you know yeah, what I mean yeah, yeah. so there's like a real flavor thing. Yeah. thing do you know what mm-hmm. I mean like something that like you feel like you know if you a bit like uh, the Rangers where they can like favorite foe uh, they can like yeah. a, like a favorite foe or something. I have a counter suggestion though. Oh. Because okay. that that feature has been the feature for the ranger is one of the ones that is often singled out for criticism. Mm. Because mm. if sure, you're like, I hate fiends, yeah. and then you're like a level one character and you don't see a fiend for like thirty <laughs> sessions, and it's just like, okay, a lot of people, it's a lot of people have criticized it as being overly specific. Yeah. Yeah. I think they should expand the list. I think yeah. Faye yes. should be on there. Yeah, uh, I, I was gonna say the same thing. Like, I really yeah. liked when I was looking through. Uh, maybe it was Oath of Ancients. One of them, mm. their divine sense involves Fae. And I was like, that's mm. sick. Or yep. not, not, not their yeah. divine sense. Their channel divinity involves Fae. And so I liked, ah, I nice. liked expanding beyond just like celestials, undead. Yeah. Mm, mm. I agree. They should yeah. all be on there. Definitely. Or maybe so, like, maybe you could expand it to like something that's not native from this plane or something like mm. that. Like aberrations. Like, because then you could get aberrations, like yeah. stuff like that. Something that wasn't like, isn't like meant to be here. Do you know what yeah, I mean? I, I like that. Because yeah, that also would good. track, right, as to why you can yeah. ping them and not other things. It's like, you know, no, you don't fit the natural order of w- what's going on around me right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like that would that would work mm. quite well. Um, also, with Divine Sense, although it doesn't make much of a, much of a difference, uh, within the same radiance, you also detect the presence of any place or object that has been consecrated or desecrated as with the Hallow spell. So that's, that's fun. I guess that's all I do as yeah. a DM. I go around mm-hmm. just desecrating things desecrating, with the hallow yeah. spell. So yeah. this is so useful, honestly. Oh God, I can't you. tell you <laughs> how many times I've thought, oh, I've desecrated that with the hallow spell. I was like, oh, Wonderful. can I, uh, can I tell if this land has been desecrated? Oh, yeah, if you've only had the di- divine sense. Oh, ah, if only. If only. <laughs> I don't understand what the usefulness of this is. Because yeah. I'm, just, I'm yeah. looking at the hallow spell. Mm-hmm. The, that spell specifically, I think, specifically affects celestials, elementals, fae, fiends and undead mm-hmm. i don't even think it can affect humanoids maybe i'm wrong about this but like you're almost certainly playing a humanoid mm-hmm. if yeah. you are playing D&D. yeah what is how is knowing whether something's been hallowed unless you're just like trying to hide the hallowing people have been here <laughs> hey like actually, maybe wait, if you feel. were to play some sort if you were to play in some sort of harry potter themed world if you're looking for horcruxes or something uh-huh. maybe that's maybe that's what they would that's what it is i was gonna like, say the same thing is that like mm-hmm. it would have to be a very very specific moment in mm. which you're you're looking for like we need to know where some sort of ritual has gone down yeah. <laughs> or yeah. you, are you a looking for like magic a safe place to hide and you're in Borovia and once again it is Curse of Strahd this this ability was made for playing <laughs> Curse of Strahd <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. whoever wrote this in had a real problem with Strahd yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> they played Strahd post. once and they were yeah. like I will make the perfect class <laughs> <laughs> I mean never again will I be bested honestly. by Strahd like genuinely if you rocked up with a party of paladins to play Curse of Strahd you'd probably do pretty well honestly yeah, oh my true. god like, all of your overlapping auras amazing oh, oh, love it. Wow. just love it so love good it. Oh, love it. Auras. 
Um, <laughs> also, you can do this up to uh, uh, you can do this as many times equal to one plus your charisma modifier until you finish a long rest and you ex- regain all expended uses. Yay! Which makes me laugh a little because it's something that it it comes into play maybe once in your entire campaign. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. and the idea that it's like, guess what? You can do this. Four times yeah. a day. Four times a day. Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, I can. Yeah. I can. Oh, great. Great. Wow. Yeah, I'll just do it me. before I use the bathroom. How about that? <laughs> just but make I'm, sure there's not a skeleton laying but in. But genuinely, I think you, I think you've actually nailed it, though, Emily. Which is that if this was an at will thing, which I don't see any reason why realistically it couldn't be. Yeah. Like yeah. it's not giving you that much of an advantage. Then I think it's actually worth because you could you could just kind of spam it just in case. Do you yeah. know what I mean? A bit like bless or something. You're just like ah, here you go. Have a mm. thing. Do you know what I mean? Just have it, like oh, just in case. Yeah, Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like it becomes one yeah. of those things, which actually tactically, yeah, sure, it might be useful before you sit down on the toilet and find out yeah. it's cursed. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. know what I mean? I'm just imagining, just like, oh guys, we need to take a long rest. I'm out of my divine senses. Without my divine sense, <laughs> forcing everyone to take a long if rest I don't get for divine eight sense. hours. I can't ping for the bad guys. <laughs> <laughs> At which point you realize. Strahd's right behind you. <laughs> he was waiting for this exact moment. Strahd yeah, is straddling you in your sleeping bag as you try to get your divine senses back. And I love the idea as well. The rest of the party's like, "Oh, great! So you can like tell where tell us where Strahd is like all the time." And he's like, "Well, no, it's just like within sixty feet." Like, oh, sixty feet, I and think- like assuming he's not hiding behind a wall. <laughs> assuming he's like, perfectly behind a tree. <laughs> oh, Christ! Still. Oh, so, <laughs> having DM'd like a little bit of Curse of Strahd, him straddling you in your sleep is exactly what he would do. <laughs> so yeah, very absolutely. But he's not attacking you. He's just like slapping you in the face yeah, like, to keep you awake. Yeah. So you can't rest. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's like, you'll rest. never get your divine sense back. Uh, <laughs> my one weakness, divine sense. As he crumbles into the ground. Out the noxious odors. <laughs> Strahd is incredibly uh, sensitive about his body odor. Incredibly. That's that's his one weakness. He's very insecure. God, incredible. He uh, wears so much cologne. That's how you know he's coming. It's so overwhelming. Uh, yeah, I can tell. Polo I'm, I'm using my, I'm, I'm yeah. using my divine sense. I can tell he's here. Yeah, we all can. Like, he sticks. Yeah, this guy can. sticks. He smells like an eighth grader at the dance. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and he's not chosen by the wall. <laughs> pour a can of Axe body spray yeah. on himself. <laughs> <laughs> Just fully uncork it. <laughs> Dust themselves. God. Oh, uh, Emily, I think very aptly, uh, could you please do lay on hands or more yes. appropriately, touch hands? This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, wow. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. 
Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there, and you know what? You can update it with an app, so every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. So lay on hands, a.k.a. touch hands. Your blessed touch can heal wounds. You have a pool of healing powers that replenishes when you take a long rest. With your pool, you can restore a total of hit points equal to your paladin level times five. As an action, you can touch a creature and draw power from the pool, blah, 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 blah. Basically, you can heal people, but you can also just spend five hit points from your pool to cure a target of disease or neutralize a poison, which I actually have found to come in handy. So yeah, it's basically, like I said, it's like, I I like the, I like it as a healing flavor. As I was reading through Paladin, I was like, this is a way more, like, why does anyone call out how new age this class is you have like auras <laughs> mm-hmm. you have touch yep. therapy mm-hmm. like you have like all this like purity kind you of draw stuff your strength going on. from your faith and your belief and you're like exactly you know, that could be anything you choose it to be it's amazing yeah. it's beautiful right. oath like, of yoga <laughs> yeah <laughs> Or you just like an oath of crystals where you can like draw yeah. the power from like, you know, different crystals from the that's, that's God, like, they yeah. should they should make that. They really yeah. should. Yeah. I think that would be the first time I would start to believe in crystals. I would really like I could really get into that character. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, but so I I personally love Lay on Hands because it's it makes you not it makes you it doesn't put you in the position to be the full time healer, but it makes you it it's redundancy makes a system stronger and it's just a little <laughs> mm-hmm. more healing in your party i i have a i have a, a a thing here which is i think this is genuinely one of the best healing abilities in the game yeah. like yeah. because you have truly so many you can dole out and like big tip here by the way just always have like five in the bank as like a rule because you can drop one at a time which means if someone goes down you can bring someone back up to one hit point even if they failed like two death saves or whatever Mm -hmm. it is so freaking clutch it's unreal yeah like i I honestly think it's 
it's, it probably is it's probably better than most a lot of the clerics like healing spells because it's like better than cure wounds that's what i mean better than yeah. cure wounds because again you have to roll for that most of the, like you have to roll for it you might get you know less you can't uh yeah. and also you have to use spell slots and stuff this doesn't even require spell slots this is just an ability that you yeah. just have it's so I, good i do like that it is though and it's also like it's an action and i like that it is a full action right because it's mm. like it again it 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 is a a slightly steeper price than like something like healing word or something like that. So mm-hmm. it does mean mm-hmm. that you're, you're kind of being like, okay, am I going to make the decision to not do my nasty smite damage <laughs> in order to bring someone back up with one hit point, mm-hmm. you know? So I, I like that. It's got a, that a you price. have to think about it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think, I think, yeah, I think it would have to. Cause I think, yeah, this was like a bonus action. This would be, you would just never, like, you just wouldn't, blah, blah, blah. oh, you're a cleric? <laughs> yeah, okay, sure. Get to the back of the line. <laughs> yeah. Unneeded. Um, um, yeah, also, yeah, yeah, you mentioned being able to choose how many hit points you do. Like, so it's just a dream. It really is. Yeah. I just wanted yeah. to put that in there. It, oh, yeah. Very good. And so, and again, just being like, especially when you get to higher levels, like you get to a really, mm. I mean, you get like 10th level, you get 50 hit points you can dole out. Yeah. Like that's a serious oh, amount of change. I didn't even think about how yeah. much it can go it's a lot. up. Yeah. Because yeah. right now I'm just playing two paladin levels and that's just a dinky little pool. I yeah. mean, it's yeah. a puddle, really. It's a yeah. puddle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a puddle. <laughs> yeah. No, you Luna's get Luna's level eight now. She's got 40. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's game changing. And she's looking, and she's just gonna give them all to you, Jasper. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) just standing next to Tovo, just using nothing but lay on hands. (laughs) Tovo turns around to Luna and goes, "You know, you can use more than one at a time if you like. (laughs) Like, Just one hit point. Every uh, use your whole action just to give one hit point." (laughs) Oh man. Uh, Okay, so moving on uh, at second level. We get fighting style yeah. uh, as we touched on earlier uh, Lula you took protection is that correct yes yeah nice. I I have a hard time staying away from protection because even though it's like really not the best I love anything that lets me that gives me a reaction mm. and I always want to have it and that's what so I'm like so and like interception doesn't scale up so it's not as attractive mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. So yeah, I I really like pretty, and it's also just it's so fun for like team building too, mm, yeah. you know, to be like, uh, uh, let me make that a little harder for them, you know? It's just yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that's nice, that's nice. I uh, yeah, I I think this it's pretty pretty dope. Like I said, I love it, and I'm always banging on the drum of uh, get bonus rea- bonus actions and reactions. Like stack yourselves yeah. with action economy. It's what separates mm-hmm. you from the bad guys. Uh, it, it's what will win the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, we have uh, quite a few uh, to choose from. Um, there's a bunch of different ones on here. Um, there's some fun UA ones as well that I found as well, which I'm like, oh, this is kind of mm-hmm. cool. I'm going to try oh, and win these cool. at some point. Um, but basically, uh, yeah, you've got uh, Blessed Warrior. You get two cantrips from the Cleric Spell List. Uh, and you use your uh, Charisma Modifier for it you can use blind fighting which gives you can blind i ask sight. you guys yes. what cantrips do you think you would take if you went blessed warrior as a paladin uh, Ooh, good question i don't know if you know what they have that paladins guidance don't. i'm gonna check would be a good one um, guidance. I oh that's I think a good, that, yeah thinking yeah. of like non-combat ones right that would yeah. probably be the move yeah. or spare the dying although you don't need spare yeah. the dying when you have touch you hands have when you have lay on hands mm-hmm. yeah it's true yeah, like, maybe as like a last ditch kind of thing because you can run out of your lay on hands and then like you're like okay I guess I'm whacking out the uh, spare the dying I guess that's like yeah. a last yeah. ditch thing but sacred yeah. flame that gives you like a ranged yeah. option 
Mm. I was going to say oh, Sacred Flame, maybe. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's true. Um, so yeah, yeah, there's like a couple. I think, again, I, d- I think you're right, Emily. I think it's probably more you're focusing on that like out of combat one because I can't imagine there's going to be anything in... There's not any... There's literally nothing in there that's going to be... G- that's going like, to be better than what you would do as an action in yeah. combat, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I wondered. Uh, and who doesn't love a bit of thaumaturgy or something? You know what I mean? Just yeah. Little, sure. You know what I mean? A little flavor. I always love that. I always, voice. Yeah. always yeah. love that. Um, <laughs> so then we got blind fighting, which gives you blind sight within a range of 10 feet. I just think this is this would be very cool because you can do the thing where you wrap the, uh, you blindfold yourself <laughs> in the middle of combat and they're like, what is he doing? And then he's like, whoa, it's, it's really cool because you can just still see them. Mm-hmm. Um, plus it's also But great they can against- still see you. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it gives you no okay. actual just- advantage. Just wanted to no. be totally no, clear. No, yeah, about no, that. I, right. I wanna okay. yeah, I wanna be very, very clear that I know there's no advantage. I just think it's cool. When you guys they are all putting on your blindfolds, right? You guys are all Yeah, yeah we're all doing this. This is yeah. a group decision. action to hey, dog. I'm doing this blindfold. really badass thing that's gonna mean nothing unless you do it too. <laughs> but would you allow me to do it whilst I was charging up if I am Oath of Saiyan? Oath of the Saiyan. Ooh. Do you know what I mean? Because then Ooh, that yeah. then it'd be kind yeah. of dope, right? I'm like, oh a little bit dope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that would be kind of fun. Really good. Um, then we get dueling, which is um, you basically gain a plus two to damage bonuses when you're not wearing, you're not carrying anything in your. Uh, you know, don't, is, when you have to have another weapon. Let me see. When you yeah, have, it's, when, it's just no other weapons. Just no other weapon. weapons. Yeah. Okay, so this is yeah. pretty cool. If you're going to use a sword and shield, you get a plus yeah. two yeah. Uh, to your damage. Which uh, especially rolls. when you're especially when you're um, when you're so reliant on smites. Like mm. you can kind of be like, you know what? I want higher AC. I'm gonna go for I'm gonna go for dueling because I want a shield. Yeah, yeah, mm. totally. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, it was funny because I did originally go with we're gonna speak about great weapon fighting, uh, and then I was yeah. like, actually, I'm not finding this very useful for myself. So I used Tasha's rules to be able to just like switch it out because it was you like can switch it when you get to yeah, because yeah, yeah. you're just growing, you know. Yeah, yeah. I've got to be honest. This next one is my least favorite, uh, which is great weapon fighting, mm. purely because nearly every single person I know who has taken this fighting style forgets about it. including myself including myself it's just like because basically so great weapon fighting basically what you do is uh, when you roll a one or a two on your damage uh, die you get to uh, re-roll those ones and twos once so you have to take the new roll basically um, and I think it's when you are, yeah it's, it's only when you're using a weapon with two hands so it's like a yeah. uh, a great axe great sword uh, long sword something like that glaive mm-hmm. um, uh, and so but yeah like almost so, like so truly consistently people forget yeah. it especially if you're rolling like smites on top of that because you i don't think you can re-roll the smite damage it's just the weapon oh, damage you definitely mm. can't do you know what I mean? and then you're and then it's like did you roll them all at once wait which one was In which the, one was yeah. that do you know what i mean oh, i just well, think i didn't it's roll little... them separately so i can't use my great weapon fighting yeah mm-hmm. okay. I, I think yeah. like a better thing would just be like once per round you can you can't roll below a three on your damage dice for that weapon. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So if you I get a two, you, still you can just count that, it as though. a three. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it'd be easier would. to like calculate. That's what I'm saying. Like it'd be easier mm-hmm. to be like, yeah. okay, that's a three. I'd have to re-roll anything. That's just a three. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or, or like, maybe half the damage, like half the normal damage of the weapon. So if you're like, oh, oh sure, yeah. I, I'm swinging a, a sword. Mm-hmm. I got a D8, like a long sword. I can't get below a D8 with yes. this or something yeah. like I that once like- per turn. 
I feel like the mechanics aren't the problem, though. It's the human error. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Normal. I'm saying it's like, it just it just always seems to be the case that people forget yeah. that one, which is why I'm always a bit like, meh. And I'm including myself, because when you're rolling a ton of damage because you just crit on something, it's just like, oh, okay, I got it. You're so uh, excited to roll. Exactly. Yeah. I'm too excited to think like, about that. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's tough. Uh, so then we get interception. Uh, interception, when a creature you can see is hit, uh, when a creature you can see hits a target other than you within five feet, uh, with an attack, you can use your reaction to reduce the damage taken by one d10 plus your proficiency bonus. And you must be wielding uh, wielding a shield or a simple martial weapon to use this reaction. I think uh, this one could again. I like that it's a reaction. I think it could be fun at lower levels, mm, but I think it's going to yeah. feel really it's uh, going to feel uh, really stupid by like level five. Even yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. And I think it absolutely is overshadowed by the one that you picked, which is protection, yeah. which I think uh, which is much better. So basically, uh, same deal. When you can see uh, someone that is hit within five feet of you, you can use your reaction to impose disadvantage on the attack roll. You must be wielding a shield. I always think I think it's got to be way like the risk reward of like reducing the damage by what potentially like five or you know up, upwards max maybe of, to 15. max of 16 max of 16 yeah. uh, at higher levels yeah exactly or they just miss like yeah. missing yeah. is definitely better than reducing yeah. damage i definitely, think yeah. so yeah. when like once you're going up against like a super big bad enemy that's doing like you know 40 damage or yeah. something like that like yeah. just having them miss or having them not yeah. crit is going to be better than being like Okay, I rolled a two on the D10. My proficiency is a three. Reduce five of those, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think actually this tracks at all levels as well because I think even when you get to that yeah, uh, yeah. early level, missing is great. Uh, at higher level, yeah. missing is also great. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, whereas yeah. I think the other one definitely gets a little sketchy if you're like, well, they boring. just did 60 points of damage. Uh, well, take five off. Oh. <laughs> it's like, no, 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 the wizard's still dead. <laughs> Yeah. Like, it just doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I think uh, you use that multiple times to erase crits that I yeah. rolled uh, yeah. in Atlas yes. Noblis. Well, that's that, how, that just shows like, you how good that ability is. Protection mm. Paladin really is like a... It can be... I mean, you because you you can do it literally once around. you do it enough, you've erased crits. Yeah. It's a yeah. crit eraser. Crit eraser. <laughs> erase your crits, everyone. Erase your crits. Uh, erase those crits. Erase those crits. Do not let your DM have any fun. No. That's the main <laughs> That's what you've got to remember. Every session, you've got to go in and think, how can I make this as miserable as possible for the DM? Mm -hmm. Erase your crits. <laughs> oh, are you having fun? <laughs> not uh, No, not anymore. <laughs> I erase your crits. Uh, Jeremy, what is up Yeah, next? spell casting. Spellcasting, second Ooh. level ability. Uh, Paladins, I, it's amazing that we are still on second level. We haven't even gotten through all the second level abilities yet, and we've already gotten multiple really good things. Um, Spellcasting, yep. so <laughs> Paladins are half casters, uh, which means you're gonna not get as many levels of spells. Uh, you're not gonna get as many spells, I believe, total that you can learn. But uh, essentially, you're using charisma as your modifier to cast spells. Uh, I believe they prepare. Sp yes, paladins. In contrast yeah. to some of the other half casters, I believe prepare their spells uh, instead of learning them. Yeah, so that's a they nice. They do. One. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, you get a pretty. You get a pretty decent uh, group of spells too. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, uh, you know what's a you know what's a fun hack for anyone who's like I want to play a paladin and I want access to more spells is the. 
what is it called? There is the, <clears throat> the, the source book that takes place with all the guilds, guilds of Ravnica. Those Ooh, okay. backgrounds, if you find one, I mean, you'd have to like work to find one that works with you, but it will, it, some of the backgrounds give you access to spells. Ooh, yeah, the same same thing with um, Strixhaven. Strixhaven. Yeah. Some of the Strixhaven yeah. ones give you spells. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, oh, very, uh, yeah, so absolutely. Yeah. Um, you get up to fifth level spells with Paladins. There's a good chance, though, that a lot of these spells are, these a lot of your spell slots are going to go to Smites yeah. instead mm -hmm. of casting spells. Uh, you, there are some cool spells Paladins have. I think they get Sanctuary. Mm -hmm. uh, I think they get Shield of Faith. Uh, I, they get a lot of Concentration spells a lot as yeah. well. Like most of their spells, I think, are concentration. In fact, they may not even get sanctuary; they may just get shield of faith, which, um, which completely tracks because probably most of the time you're gonna cast, you maybe cast one concentration spell at the beginning to like buff your allies or to do something to to the bad guy, and then you're just gonna go in with smites <laughs> like, yeah. after yeah. that. So uh, I'm playing a bard paladin, and I at this point mm -hmm. I just take my bard spells are just like kind of out of combat spells <laughs> yeah <laughs> i yeah. don't take combat bard spells yeah mm -hmm. absolutely yeah that makes sense um let's see what else is worth mentioning that is distinctive oh yes uh actually with tasha's uh you actually get some optional new spells mm -hmm. um at second level you get gentle repose prayer of healing mm -hmm. and warding bond uh, at third level you can get spirit shroud uh, and mm. at fourth level, you or excuse me, fifth level, you get summon celestial, mm. uh, which is a very good spell. That's a really good spell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so some quality stuff there. Yeah. Uh, but basically, your spell casting is going to be used probably in most cases for smites or to try and force someone to attack you instead of somebody else or to prevent somebody else from getting hurt. Uh, I think a notable example of trying to protect somebody else is uh, Unsleeping City Season 1 uh, during the Titania fight when Ricky casts protection from evil and good on Misty, I think, because I think it was Misty yeah. at this point, not Rowan. And it saved her so many times. Like I remember mm. so many attacks yeah. that could have gone, that could have just absolutely wrecked her and was just like, nope, you got disadvantage. <laughs> I was going to say in a home campaign, protection from good and evil is insanely powerful. Yeah. I, I, it's so good. Yeah. If in the right circumstances, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but that's a yeah, very very good spell, uh, and then just a whole array of different kinds of smites that can be fun to throw on and have additional uh, additional effects. I think searing smite mm -hmm. is it searing smite it's, that burns them? They, it lights yeah. them on fire and then yeah. they keep being on fire during their turn. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Of course. Bur uh, branding smite I think is kind of like a guiding bolt because I think it gives advantage on the next attack. Um, mm -hmm. no, I think I think I don't know if it does that branding smite. Um, I think it illuminates them so they can't become invisible. Oh, yeah, I think oh, so. there you go. Yeah, that's right. There you go. Um, yeah. and then banishing smite. Does that does banishing smite just straight up banish somebody? Yeah, yeah. I think it's like yeah. a high level though. I think it's like fourth yeah. level or something like that. Right. Yeah, but hold down. Uh, but yeah, and there's some thunder, thunderous smite. I think knocks them prone. Yeah, which thunderous smite. Always would, great. Yeah. That would yeah, track. Yeah, yeah. yeah. feel like yeah. a thunder wave. Yeah, I remember I did yeah. that in um in our Icewind Dale campaign and caused an avalanche. So uh, didn't take that oh, whoa, again. Okay, after that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> love that. There you go. <laughs> see. Yeah, props uh, to DM throwing out those environmental effects. We love it. We love it. Thank um, you so much. <laughs> I've learned from my mistakes. Thank you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, pretty much. Uh, you want to get. You're gonna want to have at least a respectable charisma modifier because uh, that's what your spells run off of. Uh, and also, you can use a holy symbol as a spellcasting focus if yeah. that's something that comes into play in your campaign. 
Can I ask you guys a question? Yeah. Um, if someone came to you and they were like, I really want to play a paladin who is very, very like religious, like totally devoted to a god. Mm. I but I want to use wisdom as my modifier instead of charisma because that's what I was that's how I would connect with my mm. that's that's where I think that my uh magic would be coming from. Would you roll with it? Would you consider it? I'd consider it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think, think so. so. I think mm. especially because I think it can di- dictate your flavor so much. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, if you're actively going to be trying to use more wisdom-based skills as well, like, then the fact that you'd be restrict, you know what I mean? You'd be like, oh, but I don't really want to, like, put a ton into wisdom because then it means my spells will suffer. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think that that... Yeah. It, it feels... Like, it feels like they like they have wisdom as their other saving throw. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I, 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 can, I can see the logic of it enough, I think, that I would yeah. probably... I'd probably say, yeah, you could go with that. Would that, uh, like... Plus, also, you know, it's, mm-hmm. maybe... Like a lot of people don't play paladins as like super high charisma, like you know. Hey, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's a very like no. Yeah, a lot of times like, that's why it's silly to hear that charisma is their stat when you think of all like the stick in the mud paladins out there. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was just like no, I don't want to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My character wouldn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Your character wouldn't do anything. They're boring. Okay. Go on. Just a really socially awkward wisdom based paladin. <laughs> yeah, I love oh. it. I love. I love also the oh. fact that someone describes their own character as boring. Yeah. <laughs> just, they don't do that. They're kind of boring. They're kind of a boring guy. That's, That's just... actually really charming. Yeah, yeah I kind of love it. I have been I charitably described as dull. <laughs> uh, the nicest thing anyone has said to me in a long time. No. Yeah, I kind of love cry. it. Don't cry. Don't test me. My mother describes boy. me as stable and predictable. <laughs> <laughs> Extremely responsible. Consistent. <laughs> yeah. Consistent. I'm nothing but consistent. Dispassionate. <laughs> I win all the attendance awards and nothing else. Oh, I actually did win an attendance award. Oh my god. I hated it too. It wasn't even on purpose. My parents just anytime I was sick, they were like, I don't think you're sick. And I'll be like, okay. <laughs> that's yeah, that's not fun. That's oh, definitely god. not fun. Not I did it. not win any attendance awards. No, no same. Yeah, uh what do we have next, Liv? I think we- it's a big one have we did it is big indeed it's divine smite everyone i don't think we've talked about divine Ooh. smite have we mentioned this uh, maybe uh, in passing yeah maybe, uh, yeah starting at second level when you hit a creature with a melee weapon attack you could expend one spell slot to deal radiant damage to the target in addition to the weapon's damage ugh, um the extra damage is a d8 for the first level spell slot and plus one d8 for every higher level from first with a maximum of five d8 um, the damage increases by uh, 1d8 if the target is undead or a fiend to a maximum of 68. So, yeah. Fucking wild. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just awesome. lovely. And again, you can do this. You can declare your smite after you've seen your, your roll. You know yeah. what I mean? You can say, hey, I've got a natural oh. 20. i got a natural 20, so I'm going to go... I'm going to yeah. roll 48 instead. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> I love it. Some Too of the, burst, the best burst damage in the game, arguably, other than like sneak attack. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Like... Yeah, and that's it, high level sneak attack. That, yeah. Like, yeah. It, it takes a while for sneak attack to catch up. Mm. Yeah. Does. Does. Mm. It just What can you say? It's perfect. It's beautiful. It's yeah. great. We love it's it. It's great. We love it's it. It's so great. good. Uh I actually it's probably had... oh, go ahead. probably the best ability of any class. Right? <laughs> it's it's, up, it's there. up there. It's like it's this maybe rage. Uh yeah. there's like there's a couple of other things that compete, but it's what it's easily one of the best uh abilities with any yeah. 
I have to shout out my friend Taylor, uh, aka Farmer Lewis, uh, who hey. has been a supporter of the show for forever, who played a paladin in one of uh, my home games and critted in an attack on what was supposed to be uh, a difficult enemy. And I think he did, I think he was like a level three character, maybe mm. level two, but I think he may have been three, and did like 63 damage or something. Uh, I don't even so- remember how he did it, but it was just like... Wild. Huh. Jeremy, okay. am I allowed to take a small tangent? Yeah. Oh, please. Um, as a DM, do you have a class that you think is the hardest to DM for? Like when you say that, it Ooh. makes me be like, oh, Paladin can be really unpredictable. Like, does that like do you have a class that's like almost like your least favorite to DM for or something? Jasper uh, has a very clear answer to this question <laughs> that he is signaling to us all, uh, uh, mainly due to me. Monks. <laughs> I, I was going to say, I know so many monks? DMs. Fuck I like monks. Nah. I'm really? done with monks. I love single enemy combats, and monks fuck oh, up my shit all the time. Because they just Because they just stun and strike, and it's boring. Yes. I fucking hate it. I hate monks. You're right. Fuck them. I never want to see a monk disagree. again. I fucking I love to spam stun. Yes. I love playing them. I love playing them. I love but playing dealing them. with them, yeah. but different thing. But I do not want to DM for mugs. Sorry, Jeremy, you go. Wow. <laughs> uh, I don't think I've ever had like a class where I'm like, oh no, here we go. Uh, I think, yeah, I don't think so. I think I'm. I, I like all the classes. They all present their own unique challenges, but I'm I'm a fan of them all. Mm. Okay, great. Yeah. If anything, I, I want I want my players to want me to like. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, absolutely. Yeah, I'm saying this all from like a like, loving place of like Jeremy yeah. put me through the ringer on most of my boss fights, and I was like, "Good for you!" In like <laughs> yeah. a very genuinely part of me was really really happy. The other part of me was like so sad, and I'm failing, and this is, oh. this is all terrible, and I fucking yeah. hate that. Yeah. Some of those yeah. would have been hard combats too. They would have been. That's what that was <laughs> they, brutal. They like been. they were designed clearly to be difficult. Yeah. Uh, and then it was like, well, yeah, well, yep. Well then. Yep. <laughs> well, everyone, uh, roll with advantage for a while, I guess. Yeah. Let's uh, see what happens. Uh, <laughs> Paladin tax. Oh, I crit. So I'm gonna yep. smite. <laughs> it's just like, oh, here we go. <laughs> That's pretty much what was happening. Jasper uh, just closes the laptop and leaves. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god. Go. Oh, love it. Okay, what do we have next? Yes. Um, divine health, I think. Mm-hmm. Yes, divine health. Emily. Immune to disease. Health? Yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. That's Great. Like level three. Kind of a nice. It's a yeah. nice thing when yeah. you've already got so much else going on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah you got By the way, you're things. never going to get a cold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, love it. Absolutely love it. Mm. Um, Does that ever come into play for anyone? Like disease as a concept when you're playing D&D? I have to say, I bet your DM kind of has to kind of has to be like, let me come up with something interesting for the paladin. I'm going to, I mean, there are like, there's contagion, which is a spell that causes disease. Mm. So you could definitely go up against like a cool bad guy who has like disease effects. Yeah, Mm. it's true. Yeah. I did a, like a, um, uh, upside down style thing with a, like one of the players, like hometown, they kind of got to it and the whole thing would basically been rotted and like oh. overtaken by like a, a disease type thing. So yeah, yeah, I've definitely used some disease before. It's quite what fun. Is, yeah. It's like an AOE kind of... thing, you know, that is just kind of there, you oh. know? Yeah. yeah. Nice to have. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Ah. Um, yeah. So then also at level three, you get your sacred oath, which is your subclass. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that uh, later, I guess. Yeah. That's, that's all I have right. to say about that. Right. Uh, but there are no bad ones, I would say. 
Not a single bad one. I don't think there are either. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, considering some of the absolute humdingers we've come across during these deep dives. <laughs> what are we, some of the worst? Wait, what oh are the bad stuff classes battle that you Ranger? Are... Battle, battle Ranger? Sorry? Battle oh Ranger. Oh my, my god. god. Battle Ranger is so frustrating because mm-hmm. it's like a fun idea. That's what the ones that, that hurt the exactly most. That's what we yeah. said. Is it when was, you're like, yeah. oh, you came up with a really fun idea and then made it so weak Executed that yeah. only yeah. someone whose imagination will not let them walk away from this is going yes. to be compelled to do this. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Or like uh, Berserker, where it's like, if you've never played D&D before, it sounds great. Mm. But as soon as you're like, level of exhaustion every time I use my central subclass ability. ability. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. That was what? honestly that was like the yeah. rule of thumb. I think when we've when we've come across these is that with the subclasses, it's when it takes the central ability and like does something funky with it, mm. either like limits it in some way or kind of yeah. alters it in some like somehow. Like that's usually when it seemed to go a bit like awry. Like a ranger did that quite a lot, where a couple of them you were just like, this just complete like there's just like there's no reason to use some of these cent- like to use some of these central yeah. abilities yeah. and like with I mean there's a problem with ranger in the first place like yeah. I think Jeremy said like hunter's mark for instance should just be a ranger ability it like it's that kind of yeah. thing uh hmm. where yeah the rangers some- are also like way too quick to give you something that's like a d4 yeah you're like, <laughs> yeah 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 mm, please yeah. Don't, don't insult me. <laughs> it doesn't insult me. feel fun to roll. No, it's not <laughs> a joke to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The Beastmaster, the original. Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I was looking through Barbarian subclasses recently, and actually, there are some stinkers in there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're really. Storm are. Herald looks so, so cool. cool. It yeah. But again, so doesn't Storm Herald cool. give you that stupid thing of like you have to roll a D3 or something? Yeah. Oh, no, no. That's it, Wild Magic Barbarian that has D3. Oh, yeah. No, uh, Wild Magic at least gives you a D8, though. Like, do I? I think Wild Magic is a pretty good subclass because you get like really? the different, yeah, you get the different rage abilities, and some of them are really good. And there's not okay. like a single bad one. It's just like I can teleport now as a bonus action every turn, or Maybe like I'm I have a ranged of, option. I might be thinking of a um, of an early version of the Wild Magic Barbarian oh, okay. that mm. was like a like it was just one of those funky like roll a d three and you're just like I don't please just. Just do yeah. a D four. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Why are you doing uh, this? But the but the storm the storm herald is like, oh, they're not half of them aren't really that viable. Like uh, the yeah, it it seems like they'd be so cool, but the abilities are actually really limited and actually aren't that useful for the most part. Mm. And it's just yeah. kind of a letdown. It's not as bad as the Beastmaster Ranger, but it is. It's just yeah. it feels like a letdown. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Brutal. Definitely. Okay. Interesting. Thank you. Thank you for um, that detour. Yes. Mm-hmm. Is, 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 who was it next? Uh, oh, it's probably me. Yes, I was paying attention. Don't know oh, I haven't gone it. yet. I haven't oh, gone yeah, yet. No. I think it's, okay, I think it's me. I mean, I knew that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, the, there is an optional ability called Highness, Harness Divine Power uh, from Tasha's. Uh, that is oh, actually I use this a lot, as Lula. Yeah. I thought it was really helpful. Yeah, you can expend a use of channel divinity in order as a bonus action. Oh yes, uh, you yeah. touch your holy, uh, holy symbol, uh, utter a prayer, and regain an expended spell slot, the level of which can be no higher than half your proficiency bonus, rounded up. Uh, and you can use it uh, at once at third level, twice at seventh level, three thrice at fifteenth level, and you regain all expended uses on a long rest. Very yeah, useful, which back, is, baby. <laughs> which is huge because you get your you get your channel divinities back on a short rest, so you can basically mm. use your channel divinity, and then you still have you can still turn that into like yeah. get it back from a short rest, turn it into a spell slot sl- later. Heck, mm-hmm. yes, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Right. 
Oh, I, I accidentally skipped that... Channel Divinity there. Uh, oh. Which, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah what is, I mean, yeah. Harness Divine Power falls under the banner of Channel Divinity, but essentially, yeah. uh, you can channel your divine energy, uh, and you will have a couple of options that you can pick. I think, as Emily already said, most of those options are going to be determined by your subclass, but you also yeah. can get Harness Divine Power. For, uh, which I think... Which I think is why this class is really good because it puts so much into you get so much flavor from your subclass. Mm-hmm. I think mm. it's like it's better than the cleric having that. Oh, we all have this channel divinity and then mm-hmm. one for our subclass. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I fully agree. Uh, live. Yes. Okay. So, am I thinking? Are we skipping over ability score improvement? Because you know we get uh, that. I mean, we, yeah. yeah. It's just yeah, we get yeah. that. It's four, the number. Four, it's eight, a normal number of them. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. normal. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Uh, Five. Yeah, Fifth level, you get an extra attack. That's that's good. But if we move on from that, because a lot of the classes get an extra attack at fifth level, um, it's it's handy. It's very good. It makes you like on mm. par with a fighter, which is really cool. Um, yeah, it's good stuff. Um, but also we have at sixth level aura of protection. Oh, so whenever you so insane, so good. whenever you this. or a friendly creature within ten feet of you must make a saving throw, the creature gains a bonus to the saving throw equal to your charisma modifier with yes. a minimum of a plus one. You you must be conscious to gain this uh, to grant this bonus and then at 18th level the aura increases to 30 feet it's wild so good. as it's someone who has so played good. alongside a paladin it's just yep. game changing again yeah. go go check out uh nad pod cafe one <laughs> you will see <laughs> just how clutch this is it yeah. is yeah. oh my god silly good it's insane. Uh, I matched, managed to max out my charisma playing a paladin the other day, and everyone was just getting a plus five to all their saving throws. If they were oh, like, I was insane. just like, hey, everyone, we're about to mm-hmm. walk into a creepy place. We don't know what's in here. Just stay within like, 10 feet of me. Just mm-hmm. stick to me like glue. Like, yeah. <laughs> and we'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Truly so, so useful. The only thing for me was when I was playing my paladin, and I was like, everyone, gather around, group hug. Um, my DM was like, but what if I did some kind of area of effect on you all? And we were like, oh, but. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we don't get a plus is... to the save, wouldn't we? Nice yeah, well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's the trade-off. It's like we'll all get hit, but there's le- there's more chance of more of a saving. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, Make your choice because you yeah. know the DM is going to hit whoever's not near the paladin. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like, yeah. if you're the one that goes further out than ten feet, <laughs> you're getting hit with the whatever this is. Like, yeah. no yeah. one's going to elect to do that willingly unless they're like the barbarian or something, and they've got yeah. like a ton of hit points. Yeah. Um, Absolutely love that. Uh, yes. What do we get at 10th level, Emily? Aura of Courage. Starting at 10th level, you and friendly creatures within 10 feet of you can't be frightened while you are conscious. Mm-hmm. I, so, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean like, I feel like frightened doesn't come into play a ton, but it's just a really sick idea. But what right? it does. I mean, yeah. like, don't you like, doesn't that like kind of inform your role playing to read that? To be like, I have an aura of courage. Yeah. Mm. Like, hey, we're yeah. going to get through this. Let's, yeah. let's go. Yeah. It yeah. kind of like lets your character know the space that they occupy. Yeah. Mm. Or you could be truly so pathetic and feeble <laughs> that everyone looks at you and you are like a shining beacon of like, well, I can't be that. Yeah, that least I'm not yeah that. Exactly. exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. I got to be. I'm better than that guy. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that guy looks like an easy mark and he's going first. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I've got, surely I got to do better than this. <laughs> You're inspired by your willingness to sacrifice yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Please standing on the front line, eyes filling with tears. Oath of sacrifice. Yeah, it's good against dragons, though. 
Like at, at around mm-hmm. 10th level, you might be yeah. encountering some dragons. Well, and I think there's some undead maybe with fear effects. Yeah, well, those are basically I mean, the yeah. best. Yeah. Fear effects yeah. are really fun. Like I love taking fear yeah. effects for like as like a player because they mm-hmm. they can be really game changing. So mm-hmm. yeah. I think. I mean, awesome. the thing is, like, yeah, you've got to remember, like, if you're frightened, you get it's disadvantage on attack rolls, yeah. abilities, and ability checks, and you can't yeah. move closer to the target. Yeah. Like, yeah. if your barbarian gets hit with frightened, like, they're kind of useless. <laughs> like, do you know yeah. what I mean? What, there's going to th- throw hand axes at disadvantage? Like, yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, not great. Yeah. So, like, I d- yeah, I do think mm. it's definitely useful. I definitely do think useful. that, like, uh, particularly mentioning that, like, barbarians and paladins, I feel like, are a good duo to have in your party. Like, extremely mm. good. Yeah. Like, so, mm. like, when, where they might, like, uh, fall at the hurdle of, like, a wisdom save, you can be like, no, just just come on in. It's, it's yeah, fine. fine. I gotcha. You're yeah. Fine. yeah. Like, yeah. it's a very good combo. Yeah. I also yeah. think paladins combo well with most of these classes because, like, it would just be good to have a paladin. You know it's what I mean? Yeah. They're, they're good. Mm-hmm. They're pretty mm-hmm. good. They're really good. Yeah. Um, okay, we get improved Divine Smite mm-hmm. at level 11. Um, no. And that uh, is, uh, you um, have suffused, you're suffused with righteous might, and all <laughs> your melee uh, weapon strikes carry divine power with them whenever. You hit a creature yeah. with a melee weapon, that creature takes a 1d8 of radiant damage. Oh, I extra. Lord. I On top that, of just, what else? Just extra. Insane. By just the way, insane. Yeah. Just and wanna... you also have two attacks. So yeah. this is, you just are doing probably <laughs> an extra 2d8 each. Yeah. A free turn. smite. I just want to say, free. just yeah. go ahead and get yourself a great sword. Do yourself a favor. Get a great sword if you're a paladin. <laughs> two hands. Two, that's 2d6. 2d6 plus a d8, you crit, that's 4d6 mm-hmm. and 2d8. Just Jasper, on a though, normal hit. Gr- oh. I mean, a great sword pairs really well with great weapon master. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Do that sweet minus, you know what I mean? Use thunderous smite on the first hit, then you get advantage. Use great weapon master, take that minus five, but you got advantage, so it's all good. Plus 10, you're cooking. You're you crit and you yeah. drop a smite on top of it. And then you drop it. a smite on top of that. Absolutely outrageous. <laughs> Absolutely outrageous. I love it. Mm-hmm. Jeremy. Yeah, that is such a good class. Uh, then at 14th <laughs> level, uh, f- this is actually the, the paladin base class's capstone ability. In contrast to, I think, every other class, mm. uh, paladins do not get a level 20 ability from the main class. They get it from their subclass. Mm. Uh, at 14th level, you can use your action to end one spell on yourself or on one willing creature that you touch. It's just a spell. <laughs> you can use this feature a number of times equal to your charisma modifier. But at 14th for a long rest. level, you're definitely going up against crazy mm. people who are casting crazy shit. Exactly. On you. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this is so like, oh, petrification. Okay. Done. Cool. Dude. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Yeah. There Very is cool. a lot. There is a lot of spells I can think of like that, which would be Gaius. Uh, yeah. Oh wow. Oh, yeah. I hadn't yeah. thought of that. Sort yeah. of like out of combat kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's great. This is huge. I also, oh, by the way, mind. personally, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. I love the way yeah. this class is set up. I really, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, yeah. That's such a good shout. Actually, live. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I also love the idea of getting a twentieth level ability from your subclass. Um, Me Just too. because I think that it gives each class then that like that capstone ability feels like there's really something to aim for. Because mm-hmm. I do feel like in a lot of the ones we've covered the 20th level ability is kind of like 
Okay. I feel like yeah. it'd, be, it'd be more fun if that's like as flavorful as possible, even if it isn't as like explosive or as amazing as some of the other ones. Uh, I feel like it really gives you something to aim for, whereas a lot of them I feel like, yeah, my level 14 subclass ability was way better than this. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That's usually the case. Um, I mean, that's why I feel like that's why there's so much temptation to multi-classes. You look at 20th level and mm. you're like, oh, I don't ever need to get there. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. There's, there's usually, unless you're like, I don't know, is it like Zealot or something that's just like, I can't die now. <laughs> oh, yeah, Barbarians. Barbarians, I think, is just like... I think it's like their strength rage. can go is up to unending? like 24 or something. Oh, oh yeah, no, Unending Rage is like 18. Yeah, I can't remember if that's their 20th level or if it's or if it's the strength boost. But yeah, they're 20th. And Druids, I think, Unlimited Wild Shape. Oh, uh, yeah, if you're like a moon druid, up. that's yeah. ridiculous. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, your your constitution and strength increases by four. Uh, so uh, with a maximum okay. of 24. So, that, yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's okay, that's good. The only thing I will say to that, though, is by 20th level, you could have easily got yourself like a belt of giant strength, of like hill giant strength or something. And True. you basically got the same thing because I think that lets you get up to like a 25. I think something? it's a 27 if you get Storm Giant. Storm Giant Strength, yeah. I think, is a 27. So, like, I feel like at, before 20th level, if you really wanted to, you could probably get there already. But, hey, getting your con up to 24, that's a lot of hit points. Mm -hmm. Like a plus, what, six or seven? Plus to, seven. To, yeah. to each level, for each level oh you have for God. hit points. Yeah. And then it's retroactive. Oh. It's 140 hit points. <laughs> oh. <laughs> On top of oh my God. Oh, I'm pulling that stack like face. That. I'm pulling that stack face. <laughs> I'm gonna, do you know what I'm going to say? It. That's tanky. That's tanky. <laughs> yes. that's, tanky. Mm, that's, that's like tanky. as much HP as the wizard gets at level <laughs> 20. That's like, max, that's like max hit points for a wizard, and that's just yeah. the additional shit that you get. Oh, You're like at God. least three wizards. Yeah. Oh. So... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with a plus two con modifier. I've that is the max amount a wizard could get. Yeah. <laughs> oh my oh, how god! Much, how much hit points do you have, bro? Uh, I got belt. two wizards, bro. Really? <laughs> I got three wizards, bro. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> measure, barbarians measure their hit points in wizards. I love yeah, that so much. You know they're <laughs> really funny. How many wizards do you have? <laughs> um, absolutely epic. Uh, cool. Right. So uh, yeah. we are just going to be covering the one subclass today because we've already run so much longer as I knew we would because it's just it's just such a delight to talk to Emily Axford and yeah. you know uh, but and also the paladin is just and the paladin is just so, so juicy much is going on I genuinely like now that we've dug, dug into this I'm so glad that we got uh, like uh, we have an extra person as well and like because there is just so much good shit in here like genuinely the paladin class is outrageous yeah. um never apologize for your cats Emily we love okay. all. Never apologize. Yeah, for beautiful cats. babies. Yeah. Uh, She's like meowing. Okay. Your beautiful babies. Uh, I got to meet them. They're so wonderful. And oh, lovely. Yeah. It was congratulations. Great. I know. It felt like a real right. I felt very cool. I felt very like <gasps> this is like some inner circle shit right now. I've yes. just uh, I've met the Nad Podcasts. This is wild. <laughs> they hid the whole time. They hated you. Yeah, it was it was pretty awful. They my the scratches on my legs still haven't healed. Um, <laughs> They actually have That's claws. Because their claws are tipped in poison. I was gonna say they have yeah. claws of bleeding, so yeah. I keep failing my con, uh, my con save. So I, I'm just bleeding profusely. Uh, it's a real problem, but you know, we'll get there one day. Uh, but Emily, what subclass are we gonna take a look at? 
let's take a look at Oath of Glory because that's what Lula was. Yeah! yeah! And also, it's like, like I said, like when I was first looking at this, I was like, oh, it feels so limited. I was worried I would feel limited by like the sort of deity kind of thing. But the a lot of the subclasses kind of get away from, yeah. they, they kind of, uh, they are devoted to ideals, which feels mm-hmm. like such a fun direction. And you could just make so many more paladin subclasses with that idea. Absolutely. And Oath of Glory is one, it, it feels very feels very like greek gods right yeah. like you're like a you're like the champion athlete that yeah. like is athena's beloved pet you know yeah. and just, you're kind of like showing off in the coliseum i just came back from italy yeah. <laughs> this, well this was also released in mythic odysseys of theros so yeah. you're right so on the money bang, bang on, yeah bang on yeah okay yeah. okay i was just gonna actually ask really really quickly uh just if you have anything that you do when thinking about like reflavoring because that's something we talk about a lot like especially mm-hmm. when it comes to the subclasses is we never want like if you find an ability or like a set of abilities in one of these other oaths that you really want to take but maybe you feel a bit constricted by the subclass is there anything that you feel like you would do to like remove a little bit of the you know if there's like too much like if you feel like it's too attached to like a deity or something is there something oh, you would suggest there is something i would suggest um i'm i'm not totally sure mm. about that yeah i mean i would think like i would think a lot of times like being devoted to i i think that when i look at paladin there's not a strong reason why paladin and something like warlock have to feel so different it's mm-hmm. that i don't know if that's the most insane thing to say ever but like it there's no, no reason why a warlock couldn't treat their patron like a deity yeah. uh yeah. and and be righteous and smug about it and there's no reason why a paladin couldn't have a complicated relationship with their god so i think that mm. I, I just the way that that I reflavor it is maybe just to uh, kind of kind of look at what the mechanics say to me rather mm. than what the, the rather than what the flavor text is telling me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And even with like d- even with real life religions, Catholicism, there are people who are Catholic but have a strong affiliation with a particular saint. Uh, yeah. And there are patron yeah. saints that represent certain ideals or things. So mm. it's yeah. like you could easily uh, port that over and be like, okay, yeah, I serve this deity, but then there's this major figure who's associated with the deity like or the religion or aligns, or yeah, aligns yeah. with my ideals. And I get also specific of additional abilities from them. That's uh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Cool. Nice. I think Thank you. That was that was actually great. That was yeah, that was, was really that was great advice. That was like, yeah, <laughs> or just a person who aligns with your ideals. Yeah, uh, yeah I think yeah. that's that's what I like looking at the paladin. I like looking at the paladin as like, what is it like? It's it's and rather than being like they have a god that they worship. I like looking at it as like this is what they're fighting for. Or mm. like you know like currently what we're doing like in an in an ad pod campaign is more like we kind of just took the mechanics of it and turned it into almost like a Final Fantasy seven kind of like. Mm. Uh, you're doing little limit breaks. All mm. the soldiers do little limit breaks. You know, so mm. I just think that there's a ton of different ways to uh, to be inspired by stuff without feeling beholden to it. Yeah, mm. absolutely. And also, I think just you know, as we always say, have a conversation with your DM. Do you know what I mean? Maybe you have a yeah. particular god that you really like. Talk to your DM about what that god is like in their world before you jump into mm. the campaign, because 
Yeah, I mean, like that. Like I, that's one like one scenario where I could really imagine it going wrong. Where like you're yeah. like, cool, my deity is like Bahamut or whatever. You get into yeah. the campaign, like the whole there's like a whole city that worships Bahamut, and they're all like the worst people in the world because it turns out in this world Bahamut is like this completely crazed, you know, l- lunatic god who killed everyone like mm-hmm. a long time ago or something. Yeah, and you'd be like, oh. Okay. <laughs> could I? Is there a way I could change, maybe? <laughs> so, yeah, I'd probably have that conversation as well ahead of time. But anyway, Oath of Glory. Hit us, Emily. What do you get? Uh, okay, so Oath of Glory. Um, basically, paladins who take the Oath of Glory believe they and their companions are destined to achieve glory through deeds Ooh. of heroism. So, I mean, like you said, this is in the, the Odyssey, the, the mythic. Odysseys of Theros. Odysseys of Theros. So, like, it really is that sort of like Hercules kind of like, Mm. you know, adventuring about slaying foes, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. doing deeds of heroism. Uh, I also liked, Mm. I think I was also drawn to this because it's they train diligently. So, it's like you really get that vibe of someone who's a little vain. (laughs) I think that's, I think that's what I was drawn to about it. It's like, is like it is not someone who's like trying to be good. It's like yeah, they really like being an athletic person. It's like, like they li- they are drinking protein drinks. They're flexing in the mirror a little yeah. bit. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. it's the Cristiano yeah, yeah. Ronaldo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. It's like I'm not I'm not just gonna be good at this thing. I've also got to look good doing this thing. Like, I'm gonna that's look good, and I'm gonna. Part I'm going to enjoy being good at this. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, there's no humility here. But I, <laughs> I, I think is I can absolutely like see the flavor of that as well. And that like, you're in a world in which you're like, well, yeah, like if I'm just going to, if I'm going to do something to make it go down in like the annals of history to like, you know, to have this be noted to, for, for bards to be telling the story in the, yeah. in the taverns, it's kind of got to be grandiose. I've got to make a show yeah. of it. If I just go in there and just like, you know, just off this guy and it's simple. I do it really quick. Like some rogue. No one's gonna talk about it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I gotta do it. I gotta. I gotta fucking cartwheel in and backflip out. <laughs> absolutely. You know? Absolutely. And it also, it also kind of imparts a fun. If you are acting this like braggadociously, it kind of imparts some flavor onto the god that you're representing, right? So mm-hmm. like, like you're representing someone who wants you to, who wants you to like make your mark, who wants you to have the bard singing of what their champion did. So there's there's a lot of different l- threads that you could mm. latch onto and make m- more of a meal of. Yeah. Um, their tenants, which I do enjoy, I do enjoy the suggestion of tenants with all these subclasses. Mm. Actions over words, uh, challenges are but tests, hone the body, like raw stone, your body must be worked so Get its potential rich. can be realized. Like the ego, the ego, like raw stone. The only can it be worse if they said like obsidian or something? Do you know what I mean? Like raw obsidian. Your body is a temple. My body is literally a temple. It's made out of marble. Time for a renovation. Yes. (laughs) Your body is the Parthenon. (laughs) Um, And then the final one is discipline the soul, which feels like it contrasts everything else that (laughs) was said. <laughs> well, but it, uh, but the actual language of it, though, uh, you must marshal the discipline to overcome failings within yourself yeah, that threaten true. to dim the glory of you and your friends. Wow. It's not a moral thing. I just don't <laughs> want to. I don't want anything. Just to... don't look bad. Yeah, just exactly. Your soul yeah. So you look good, even if you. I don't fail. want to be fallible at out. all. Yes, style yeah. out. Style yeah. out all your failings. Yeah. Um, the oath spells. I. Mm. 
are awesome. Two like immediately off the bat has some of my favorites, which is Guiding Bolt. Huge. It's so fun to have a really fantastic, uh, really fantastic ranged option for a paladin. Mm-hmm. Um, at second, at fifth level, you get enhanceability, which I just I love that spell. It feels like it comes into play in so many unexpected ways. Yeah, yeah. I love yeah, it for absolutely. like role playing wise as well. Like, like that's, yeah. That's super yeah. Fun. yeah, 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 yeah. It's great. It, it's it's such a fun thing and you even get like uh you also get like heroism magic weapon i don't really like magic weapon mm. i've never found myself using it um haste oh, super fun haste hasted paladins oh, oh terrifying <laughs> yeah um uh protection from energy uh compulsion freedom of movement i love i love freedom of movement because mm, yeah, i yeah. do feel like it 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 frees you from a lot of different stuff that yeah. list is long uh commune which i actually don't know what it is you contact your deity and ask up to three questions that can be answered with a yes or a no this is one of those types of spells that confuse me like augury they almost feel like too they feel too hard for a dm to know the answer right because sometimes it's like wheel or woe suggest a course of activity and the the dm tells you wheel or woe and it's kind of like as a dm you're like well i I don't know if you roll well then wheel. if you roll poorly then Then, whoa yeah you you could ask some real big questions Questions in this yeah. as well, and then just be like, uh, yes, <laughs> like mean, you know what? That's a good idea. So yeah, we will be doing question mark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then you get flame strike, which I've never heard of, but it sounds oh, sick. that's really uh, good. Vert- mm. Vertical uh, column of divine far- fire roars down from the heavens in a location that you specify. It's sick. Great. Yeah, high power AOE spell yeah. for yeah. a paladin. Yeah. Uh, high damage AOE spell. But that's 17th level. It's not till 17th yeah. level that mm. you get that. Yeah, but you do sling um, 8d6 then... as a part of that spell. <laughs> I just want to clarify. Yeah. For, like, that's crazy. That's a yeah. lot. That's a yeah, lot for an crazy. AOE. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah, so it's... I, and it, also, the spells are like... Uh, you know, there's, there's a really good mixture of damage and support. Um, mm-hmm. So it's just Definitely. super fun. And then the channel divinities, the one I liked... Actually, both of them are both of because sometimes you look in the channel div- divinity. One option is great; the other is kind of like uh, sure, whatever. Uh, peerless athlete. As a bonus action, you can use your channel divinity to augment your athleticism. For the next ten minutes, you have advantage on strength athletic checks and dexterity acrobatics checks. You can push. Wow. You can carry, push, drag, and lift twice as much weight as normal, and the distance of your long and high jumps increases by ten feet. Um, I mean, it's just fun. It gives yeah. you like a little bit of like, you can have kind of like monk moments where you try mm. to solve something with your body and movement. Uh, mm. It, I found it was, and it's also only a bonus action, which is sick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, inspiring smite, uh, immediately after you deal damage to a creature with your divine smite feature, you can use your channel divinity as a bonus action again, uh, and distribute temporary hit points to creatures of your choice within 30 oh. feet of you, which can include you. The total number of temporary hit points equals 2d8 plus your level in this class, divided oh. among the chosen creatures, however you like. That's it's just wild. <laughs> insane. Oh my God. Good. I know that temporary hit points can't bring someone up, but yeah. it's still can be a huge game changer to be like okay this person is close to dying and you can distribute again like the like the smite or uh, sorry like the lay hands you can distribute those hit points mm. as mm. you see fit 
Mm. So, I won't say again, anything you're else. Again, just a little puppet master. Don't yeah. sleep on temp hit points. I recently yeah. discovered just how clutch temp hit points are. Yep. I say yeah. no more. Oh, they're huge. <laughs> As mm. did I. Give me the temp hit points. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah. You'll you all see. <laughs> curious. Yeah. Stay tuned later this year. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then at seventh uh, level, you get aura of alacrity. Mm. This one basically it increases your you and your party's uh movement mm. uh, like anyone near you th- their movement which is incredible for both uh leaving a fight and also pursuing someone who's trying to run away from you like getting an extra 10 feet of movement is a game changer mm. especially once you're dashing because yeah. like if you're 30 like most people are around 30 35 feet right mm-hmm. yeah most mm-hmm. even most humanoids that you fight suddenly you're you're at 40 45 and they're still at 30 35 you can close that distance or you can create distance it's yeah. absolutely so it's pretty good the monk uh, has a boost too Mm. Oh yeah. That's yeah. why I, yeah. I normally I like quite often will take a mobile feat if there's like nothing else that I'm thinking I, I want. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh mobile. Sweet. I'll take that. Extra yeah. ten feet yeah. of movement, no opportunity attacks. Standard. If I Great. hit them, love it. Let's go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and then glorious defense. You can turn defense into a sudden strike. When you Ooh. or another creature this is at fifteenth level. When mm. you or another creature you can see within ten feet of you is hit by an attack roll, you can use your reaction once again. I love reaction mm. economy to grant a bonus to the target's AC against the attack potentially causing it to miss. The Ooh. bonus equals your charisma modifier. If the attack misses, you can make one weapon attack against the attacker oh. as part of this reaction. Oh. And it, there's nothing to say you can't what? throw in a divine smite there. <laughs> hell, right? exactly. yeah. hell yeah, you Insane. can. Insane. Insane. Yeah. So good. That's so too good. good. Uh, and you can use this feature a number of times equal to your charisma modifier a minimum of once. Which if you're a 15th, 15th level. If you're a 15th level paladin with only a one to charisma, <laughs> I'm con- I'm fucking yeah. confused. <laughs> what are you doing in this class? Unless you have spoken <laughs> to the DM and you're using wisdom in which yeah, case, exactly. I guess that's fine. Yes. But otherwise... In which case, presumably you've changed this to wisdom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, we keep, keep it charisma. Keep everything as charisma. They, they say yes, but everything has to stay as, chari- as, uh, as charisma. You're just like, oh, right. Okay, sure. And then the final one, the 20th level feature is living legend. Uh, you can empower yourself with the legends, whether true or exaggerated, which again, we're Love getting that. more of that like sort of fallible flavor so that your paladin isn't isn't so high and mighty mm. uh, or they're high, they are trying to be high and mighty <laughs> but they are also flawed yeah. um whether true or exaggerated of your great deeds as a bonus action you gain the following benefits for one minute one you are blessed with an otherworldly presence gaining advantage on all charisma checks i mean again this is just fun yeah. like you can yeah. see yourself using this outside of battle mm. all the time yeah, yeah. Mm. uh Number two, once on each of your turns when you make a weapon attack and miss, you can cause that attack to hit instead. What do you mean? No. On each of your turns. Each of your turns. Cast Uh, haste on yourself and you're just like, ah! Yeah. Yeah. It's probably quite unlikely that you're missing, I think, at that point. Like, I think realistically, at level 20, you've probably got advanced on most of your attacks because of some shenanigans somewhere. Then, on the odd time that you do miss, you just hit instead. You don't even re roll, you just hit. 
Yep. Like you're yeah. probably not missing, honestly, yeah. at that point. <laughs> and then the final bonus is that if you fail a saving throw, you can use your reaction to re-roll it. You must use this new roll. Okay. I mean, so in this situation, in this situation, we are kind of like, okay, 15th level, we're using our charisma. Or I mean, we're using our reaction to turn like basically fuck up other people's uh, attacks. Mm -hmm. um, but you can only do that a number of times according to your charisma modifier. So, you yeah. know, yeah. still good. Yeah. Still good. And this is good for um, death saves. If you somehow got knocked oh, unconscious. Yeah. Because this doesn't end so. if you're un incapacitated or unconscious. You're right. Yeah. You gain the following benefits for one minute and it doesn't mm. say anything about it ends if you're incapacitated. Just such mm. a charming unconscious just, body. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like... <laughs> Still there with like a you know, little twinkled smile. Like, instead, yeah. you try to do a, as a dead body, try to do a persuasion check to get <laughs> like the enemy's cleric to revive you. Well, I'm not saying anything, but they are really fucking ripped. So Just I'm do not like full puppy dog eyes as you pass out. <laughs> Oh, that was good, Jasper. I was like, oh, are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, but so once you use this feature, this living legend thing that gives you these three benefits, you can't use it again until you finish a long rest unless you expend a fifth level spell slot to use it again. Okay. So that's a really fun kind of thing yeah, I like to that. be like, you okay, yeah, you can also just use a fifth level spell. Although, as a paladin, are you going to throw away a fifth level smite? Mm. Mm. But then I to don't just know. But then I think over the court, if you know it's going to be like a, a, a battle of attrition, you know what I mean? If you go, if you think this is going to go deep, it's going to be a couple rounds. I think on yeah. balance, it basically me, never missing. Fifth yeah. level smites are actually weaker than fourth level smites for the cost because they do the same amount of damage because paladin smites are out. capped yeah at, oh. yeah, yeah paladin smites are capped at Holy 5d shit, 5d8 right. I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah so there you go there oh you yeah go. so save your fifth level spells yeah. when you're a level 20 oath of glory <laughs> paladin yeah. yeah for your empowering yourself with a living legend Love yeah God. so many Love people out there are like ah oh, yes level 20 sure as in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I get I'm that sure there's at time. least ten level twenty yeah, right? glory paladins listening yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, so yeah, that's it. That's the oath of glory. I just think it's super fun. Mm. I think it's a little. Um, it it feels different than other paladin or it feels like a deviation from the uh description of a paladin in in the the early descriptions of paladin in a mm. way that feels very earned and mm. good definitely and i yeah. loved playing it yes oh, yeah. loved lula yeah. was Hell the yeah. best it was really fun <laughs> it was i so did want to throw fun. out one one interesting ua thing because mm. the the glory was kind of derived from the heroism ua oath of dropped. heroism yeah. yeah well that's what lula became i yes. was going to bring that one up but since it was ua i didn't know if it, if it was well allowed. yeah i just wanted to mention um it's I think so it was sick. Legendary Strike because we liked, we really, uh, because uh, the, the Inspiring Smite ability is great, but the Channel Divinity option that the Heroism gets instead of Inspiring Smite is Legendary Strike, where mm. you use your Channel Divinity as a bonus action to guide your attacks for one minute, uh, and your weapon attacks score a crit on a, on a roll of 19 or, or 20. 20. Oh, that, like increasing a paladin crit range is so <laughs> sick. That's dangerous. That's, that's really dangerous. <laughs> so cool. Oh, that, that is, is really like, dangerous. <laughs> when yeah. I did it, it didn't come into play because we only did it for one. Mm. But it was so exciting and thrilling. Yeah. <laughs> 
just yeah. and like yeah. that, yeah. especially with your yeah. your uh what you have the mounted combatant feet yeah yeah i was mounted combatant <sighs> so i was rolling with advantage with whenever my mount was alive yep yeah so rolling with advantage with a crit capability of 19 or 20 is um it's a good feeling. It's wild. <laughs> That's so wild. Oh my it's word! It's a good feeling. And then knowing that you God. can just drop a smite on that as well, like yeah. really. What does that ridiculous. like look like in terms of like role play coming towards you? Just like oh shit, <laughs> here they come. <laughs> Simultaneous theme starts playing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> approach. Simultaneously, every enemy you see in front of you in this huge army just goes oh shit, yeah. like every yeah. single one. <laughs> Half of them just leave. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm not getting paid enough I'm, for this. I'm not. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm gonna say I'm not getting paid <laughs> enough for this. Um, wow, absolutely incredible. Like, I mean, yeah. where else do you get like a a how to play paladins lesson? This is like a you know those like master classes that you can sign up to online. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like how to direct yeah. a movie or whatever. <laughs> I feel like honestly, Emily, you could do one just for playing TTRPGs. <laughs> like, I what mean, I <laughs> it it was a delight to sit down and read through. Like I like I didn't even know half of these oaths, and there's mm. so many sick ones out there. And it like I was sitting there being like, and because there is so much flexibility. With these subclasses mm. obviously whenever you work on one thing you can't help but hatch 17 new projects and i was like oh mm. i want to come up with like an oath of every single again <laughs> i just came back from italy like every <laughs> single person in the greek or roman pantheon yeah, like what would, it, what would each so of their sick. oaths? i also was playing hades the video game oh, on the plane oh, ride yeah, so, so i've got that greek pantheon yeah, like yeah, deep yeah, yeah, in yeah. my head and and playing hades is kind of like being like going around being a little paladin and getting mm. all these boons so i was like sitting there being like oh my god what would they be for what would the <laughs> okay, oath of yeah. listen what would the oath of, of aphrodite be yeah. what would the oath of yeah I, I, i'm just gonna throw this out there okay at some point in the future a one shot we're in ancient greece we're all yeah. playing paladins we're all yeah. hot as fuck all wearing yeah. like these loincloth yeah. things, just looking cool with our <laughs> oh, sandals on. What is not loincloth? A toga, toga, damn it! An all loincloth, an all loincloth one shot. All loincloth one shot. What you're saying is exactly what I kept yeah, thinking of. I was exactly sitting here being like, picturing. oh my god, everyone is co- everyone's committed to a different god. <laughs> yeah. What are uh, everyone is oiled up? And yeah. we like we all come in, introduce our characters, and then Emily just flies down as oath of say. <laughs> Oath of the Saiyan. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. oh, shit. <laughs> oh. Nice try. I turn into a giant ape man. <laughs> we're all nice level try. 20 well, paladins. Well, you losers were creating characters. I was in the hyperbaric chamber. Doing the hyperbolic time chamber. Doing the like single finger, doing the single finger push-ups in like times yeah. a thousand gravity. Yeah. That yeah. Was... <laughs> Cannot stress this enough. This is not a character. This is Emily who has flown down. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. This is just My Emily. character's name? Emily Axford. <laughs> <laughs> my my character's name? Snackford. Yeah, Snackford. 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 Oath of the Snacks. Now there is a, that's an oath I could get on board. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm. God, um, there's so many good subclasses to be Why made someone didn't play that in, uh, in in Candy? I don't know. That's, I mean, I'm just saying. Oath uh, of the Snacks. Oath of, of, of the, the Snacks. snacks. <laughs> should have been, that should have been, uh, that should have been. Uh, 
anyway, this has been a truly epic adventure. Thank you so much uh, for joining us, Emily Axford. Is there anything that you would like to plug? The floor is now yours. Speak to the halflings, uh. most of which are probably nadlings. So, you know, it's still the same peeps. I would like to plug a video game that me and Murph got to do voices in. Um, mm-hmm. uh, it's called The Quarry. And it's like a horror video game, and it, me and Murph make a little a little cameo. Our voices do, Ooh. and it was really cool to be in a video game. It was cool. Yeah, I haven't talked about this recently. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, yeah. I've listened to the clips. I found I found yeah. all the the YouTube uh, all the clips of the podcast that your characters yeah. did. That was so cool. It was really cool. Like the people that we worked with, the writer uh, Alex was really like a funny guy and it was just a really cool experience so i Yay. highly recommend it that's that's awesome that's like check my it out. my go-to kind of video game it's like i want a horror game that i have to make choices in and feel bad about it when i do so yeah it's totally that yeah. <laughs> incredible <laughs> cannot wait <laughs> absolutely incredible mm-hmm. um and and it, where can people find you and your stuff uh tell i mean i don't on, truly if you don't know who emily axford is what are you doing? Like, why are you listening to us? This is the first what? episode you've heard of our show? What? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It must be. <laughs> the first time you've um, You can find my stuff on NADPOD is my podcast. I do shows on Dimension 20. Um, I think all my all my social handles are at EXFORD. And if I go on vacation again, maybe I'll use them again. Yeah. <laughs> Stay tuned. Uh, was, there was so much Axford on my uh, my Insta timeline. It was lovely. Uh, it was just great seeing seeing Venice again. I missed it so dearly. Uh, so cool. Olivia Kennedy, where can people Hello. find you on the internet? You can find me over on uh, Twitter at DustDarkMagic. And uh, you can go on over to uh, YouTube.com forward slash Dicebreaker if you like any kind of TTRBG uh, tabletop stuff. That's me. Woo! We also Woo. have a YouTube, I think. It's actually like officially there. Yes. Yeah. Uh, there, yeah. The link will be in the description. Ooh. And a TikTok. Oh, we have a TikTok. I said TikTok. TikTok. There's we nothing on there yet. <laughs> We're just <laughs> lurking there with no bits. But mm. let's go. It's a matter of time. We're just, so We're just <laughs> just, just ready. Just there. Uh, yeah. Jeremy Cobb, where can people find you on the Tinterwebs, please? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jeremy Cobb1. That is Cobb with two Bs and number one. Uh, and I'm also on Instagram. I still don't remember what it's called, God but it does it. exist. <laughs> I have no pictures up, but maybe one day I will. So maybe if you happen day. to find me, follow me. Why not? What? On, on Instagram. Do it. I, do it, Jeremy, I think you should just post like just that the cover so of Tenet. Esoteric. Or yeah. <laughs> I follow you, Emily. <laughs> My Instagram with no pictures follows really? you on Instagram. Yes. I want to follow your picture pictureless Instagram. I'll, I'll find a link to Jeremy my page and send new it to you in the Will chat. You please? Of pictureless yeah. Instagrams. That's the funniest thing. Oh my thing. god. That is the funniest thing. Uh, I love that. Yes, it's a I'll private put, account. I just found the name of it. I'm not even going to say it. I like not saying it all. Yeah, <laughs> it's, no, it's I'm fun. just going to send fun. it in the Zoom chat. I mean, so. I really liked how you were like, if you can find me, you can follow me. I was yeah. like, oh, this is the next evolution of social media. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you can find me. Is uh, being 
fucking follow me. I was okay. literally just going to say you have to say that in French accent from now on, and I refuse. Uh, you can follow me. You can follow me. That's me cracking up at the end of every episode. Goodness yeah. gracious! You can find me and follow me at JW underscore Cartwright. Find um, me if you can. Uh, find me if you can, and you can uh, follow the show uh, at the number three Black Halflings. We're also on the Patreon where you get bonus episodes, including a kickback. With Emily Axford and Jeremy Cobb. Yeah. That is also on the Patreon. Oh, that was so fun. Uh, yeah. Oh, we got to watch The Room. We got to watch The Room yeah. and do it again. Oh, yeah. right. What? Okay. Yeah. Was, was, was the Room? The Room? You watch yeah, The Room. The, the yeah, Tony yeah. Wiseau movie. I, I yeah, haven't yeah, I seen it yet. You haven't yeah. seen it? I, need to see I, st- it. I, I still haven't seen, seen it. it. No. Yeah. It's Emily. Yeah. Love, you should please. join us then when we talk please. about the room. Yeah. Yeah. Please, please, yeah. I'm desperate. To uh, get we've... get like tipsy or potentially just fully drunk and watch the oh, room. Pl- you have Chloe. to. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 and yeah, then, yeah. Yeah, report back. You have to. Can I it's take so... mushrooms and then watch it? Oh, even better. The one thing I prefer yeah, that. I, yeah, definitely. And I just <laughs> uh, just just enjoy, just enjoy. Yeah. Is twist. I can't wait. Um, and that is every thing for this uh, episode of three black halflings i hope that you have had a wonderful time as we have hanging out with the incredible emily axford uh halfling stadium most of them have passed out because they have been cheering <laughs> solidly for the past two wow, hours because i'm an oath of glory paladin exactly yeah. you came in with I'm that oath strutting of, around the stadium <laughs> yeah absolutely oh people people have passed out uh people just cannot handle the glory uh it's truly <laughs> truly something to behold uh but thank you so much again emily for coming on the show uh, much love uh, to you and the NADPOD crew. I'm sure we'll see you again soon. And yes. we will catch you next week. So long, Shire Folk. So long, Shire Folk. So long, Shire Folk. How Hello, halflings. It is your boy, Jacob, here to thank some patrons. That's right, we got a whole bunch of new patrons, and it's time to say thank you. Thank you for supporting the show. And we are going to start with Laura Piotrowski. I'm hoping it's pronounced Piotrowski. Theoretically, it could be Petrowski. Uh, but thank you, Laura. And Emma Lawson. Thank you, Emma. Denim Dan. My heart goes out to you, Denim Dan. And David Hart. Thank you so much, David. Mark Geiger. Great last name. Love it. Thank you. Revel, a single word and a single thank you. Chris Kelly. Thank you, Chris. Jeffrey Steck. Yes. Embats. Oh, yes. Thank you, Embats. Ezekiel Tidmore. Mm, one letter away from Widmore for any Lost fans out there. Thank you, Ezekiel. German Fested. That almost sounds like somebody, a nickname somebody could have given me with the, spelled with a J-E-R. Thank you, German Fested. Munchlax. A great Pokemon, no question. Thank you, Munchlax. Stephen Rules, or Reels, or Roels. I apologize, Stephen, if you sent us a guide on how to pronounce your name. Uh, I don't know where it is. But thank you very much, Stephen. And Ben Greet. <laughs> I'm Ben greeting you right now, Ben. Thank you. Uh, JV, thank you, JV. Joan Miller, the Joan Miller. Thank you, Joan. Uh, David Mikula, or Mikula or Makula. Thank you, David. Brenna Clark. Thank you, Brenna. Mangle Brackets with a Z or a Z, depending on where you're from. Thank you, Mangle Brackets. Ripley Stardust Love. Possibly the most 
wild and great name that I've heard so far. Thank you, Ripley Stardust Love. Eris Riva Apple, another fantastic name. Thank you, Eris Riva Apple. Megan Moon, tremendous. Thank you, Megan. Ashley McLean, thank you, Ashley. I actually know somebody named Ashley McLean. I don't think this is that Ashley McLean, though, but thank you, Ashley McLean. Sam, you. Thank you, Sam. Priya, aka Lil Froggy. Thanks so much, Lil Froggy. Much appreciated. Amanda Case. Thank you, Amanda Case. Jaguke, or Yaguk, or Jaguk. That's a great name. I really think that's awesome. Thank you, Jaguk, or Jaguke, or Jaguki, Yaguki. Molly. Thank you, Molly. And Tessa Pettyjohn. I don't know why you're so petty, John, but thank you, no, nonetheless. Can cakes. Mm-hmm. Thank you, can cakes. I don't know if I would want to eat a can cake, uh, or if it's better than a pancake, but thank you nonetheless. Dante Bro, or Dante Bro, I'm guessing. Um, I hope I pronounced your name correctly. If not, let, let me know. Uh, but thank you, Dante. Tommy Barlow. Thank you very much, Tommy Barlow. Spilbo Baggins. What a fantastic name, Spilbo. Thank you, Spilbo Baggins. And The Gym. We all have to thank The Gym. Uh, and Bethany Joy! I don't know who you are, but thank you, Bethany Joy. The next person's name uh, is actually written in Korean. So I typed it into a translator, and according to Google Translate, their name is Youngin. So thank you, Youngin. I hope, I hope it's actually correct, but thank you, Youngin. Justin Pfeiffer. Thank you so much, Justin Pfeiffer. And Celery Baggins. We got multiple people from the Baggins family supporting us. Thank you so much, Celery Baggins. Alexander Malarkey. <laughs> well, you supporting us is not a bunch of malarkey. Thank you, Alexander. Marshmallow underscore Owlbear. Thank you, Marshmallow underscore Owlbear. Thank you very, very much. And fan freaking testicle complete with an exclamation point. Thank you so much, Fan Freakantastical. What an exciting name. Crimson Vane. I think it's Vane. Possibly Veen. Thank you so much. Here comes the Crimson Vane. Heidi Allen. Thank you, Heidi, so much. And Binwig. Something about this name sounds like a Hobbit name as well. Uh, not a Baggins name. Well, I could actually imagine a Binwig, Binwig Baggins. But regardless, thank you, Binwig. And Nate G. You, my G, Nate. Thank you. Cinder. Thank you, Cinder. Lisa Oberlin. Much appreciated, Lisa. Mike Messersmith. Thank you, Mike. And Jules. Just Jules. Thank you, Jules. Prudence Aching. Well, I hope that you're no longer aching now that you are supporting us, Prudence. Thank you. Jessica Chandler. But in parentheses, Don Quixote. But Don spelled with a D-A-W-N. What a name! Don Quixote, a.k.a. Jessica Chandler. And Zariah Getchell. I hope I pronounced your last name correctly, Zariah. Or Zoria, perhaps. Uh, either way, it's a great name, and thank you for supporting us. Melissa G., you are also my G, Melissa. Matt Woodbury, thank you. Or Woodbury. Much like the, uh, the location in uh, Season, I believe, 3 and 4 of The Walking Dead. Thank you, Matt Woodbury. Patrick Greer. Thank you, Patrick. And Tom Good. Good spelled with an E at the end. 
excellent name, Tom Good. Thank you. And Thistle. That's an adorable name. Thank you, Thistle. Foxy Fungi. Hmm, if ever you thought you wanted a foxy mushroom, here you go, a foxy fungi. And Matthew Lewis. Thank you, Matthew Lewis. Much appreciated. Probably no relation to Taylor Lewis, but it's a great name nonetheless. Nick Andrewson. Or perhaps Andrusine or Andresen. Regardless, thank you, Nick. Ensian Pastel. I'm guessing it's Ensian Pastel. Thank you, Ensian Pastel. That's actually a really cool name as well. And Keon J96. I hope I pronounced your name correctly, Keon J96. I suppose it could be Keon or Keon. Uh, Mitchell Cheney. Oh, thank you, Mitchell Cheney, or Shaney, uh, regardless of what you prefer. Again, thank you so much for your support. Jordan K. Thomas. Thank you, Jordan K. Thomas. And Quest for Quests. Oh, I hope you find some great quests. Quest for Quests. Thank you for your support. And finally, A.J. Bissinger. That's right. AJ sent us a specific pronunciation guide for how to pronounce their name. I hope I said it correctly. Thank you, AJ Bissinger. Much appreciated. And once again, thank you to all of our newest patrons and all of our old patrons. There have been so many of you of late. <laughs> you have brought me joy. Thanks. Thank you to all of you. <laughs> 